Hello and uh, welcome to the Cantina Mickey's podcast. A uh, bit of technical difficulties right now. I can't really play music uh, yet, but I will be here soon. Uh, Want to thank you guys for joining us Thursday, November. What is it? November ninth. That where we are. November ninth. Seems right. Uh, okay. November ninth, uh, twenty seventeen. It's uh, nine thirty central. Uh, thank you guys for joining us. I know. I know everyone is shocked that we're actually starting more or less on time. I know I'm shocked. You know, because you know, you know, you say nine thirty, you really mean nine forty, nine forty-five. Y'all know how it is. At, uh, but we do have a, we do have a, a, a live. There we are. Here, the music there. Do have a. Oh, that's weird because it's only one channel. Gotta figure out how to make that mono. But uh, anyway, my name is John Jagu. Uh, happy to have you guys with us. We have a lot to talk about tonight uh, in a very short period of time, so we will uh, jump right into it. Uh, first, let's go ahead and introduce our panel. Another another expurgated version of our panel, but nonetheless, uh, some very strong opinions, very strong and intelligent and talented folks that are joining us tonight. Uh, we'll start in California, South Los Angeles with uh, Joel Aceves joining us. Joel, how are you? Doing pretty good. Pretty good, Yon. Been intrigued with, with. I'm sorry. Been intrigued with some of the rumors flying out of out of Guadalajara. Yeah, there are. Uh, as heating up. As there usually are this time of year, a lot of a lot of rumors. Uh, as as we enter the the what I would call the silly season, where some teams think that they need to make 15 changes to their roster, and then <laughs> and the owners wonder why the team isn't playing well when they're. After three games, have only tied once, and then they fire the coach. But uh, yeah, there are some intrigues for sure, and uh, a lot of uh, a lot of intrigue, a lot of palace intrigue happening right now. Yes. Chivas, but, uh, what, uh, com- and conflicting rumors too, John, which adds spice to it. Well, you know, you know, each agent has, uh, you know, they have their their people to protect. So there's a lot of stories that are being fed to. Uh, uh, we'll just say uh, friendly pens and uh, some to you know, maybe some not so friendly pens to try and get uh, information and misinformation out, uh, as, as, as is usually the case when there is a front office political struggle, which is what see, appears to be happening. I mean, when does that ever not happen? Not necessarily at Chivas, but but, on, but with any team in, in Liga Mekis, and for that matter, any team around the world. I mean, it's just it's just a standard practice. Especially when a team struggles, uh, there's always people that are looking to, uh, you know, looking to point fingers, looking to a uh, pass blame. Uh, no one ever seems to want to accept blame. But uh, we will certainly uh, talk about that uh, here a little bit later. But before we do that, we also need, need to introduce our, our technical director, uh, a gentleman by the name of uh, Albert El Chiquiscampa, joins us from Kyle, Texas. Albert, how are you? Is Albert how is? Hello, hello, hello. I think Al fell asleep. Chickies, chickies must not be. Chickies must not be with us. Well, we will. Uh, we'll get Chickies uh, back on here momentarily. Well, Joel, since uh, since no one else seems to want to want to want to join us, we will let, let's jump right into the uh, yes. Into the Chivas uh, Palace intrigue. Now let's uh, recap what's happened. So over the past uh, 
season, uh, a season in which I believe that uh, one uh, Joel Aceves predicted that Chivas would struggle mightily because yes. of their lack of preseason preparation, etc. And injuries, the, uh, yes. Injuries and uh, just, just uh, you know, I'm, I'm not going to call it, I'm not going to call it campionitis, but because uh, I know that that's kind of a cop out. Yeah. But it was it was pretty obvious that uh, the Chivas was going to have uh, some problems with uh, with 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 everything, and, and and you know I think any 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 sane Chivas fan would expect them to struggle, and which is which is exactly what's happened. Now they, uh, you know, they've had some bad luck. Uh, they did lose the uh, they did lose the Clásico Tapatio. They don't have any any Atlas fans uh, in and around. Uh, <laughs> South Los Angeles, there, Joel, to what uh, to rub it in your face because I mean no, it happens so rarely that uh, they, I'm sure that they come out of the woodwork. Yeah, no, they're, I've rarely seen any. They're they're non-existent. How bizarre is that? That you know you, you see Chivas fans everywhere, but Atlas fans, you, you know, they would come out of the woodwork when uh, you know if and when they finally win something. Yeah, it reminds me of uh, a few years ago when when America won their first title in what was it, uh, ten years or whatever it was. I guess that was eight years from 05 to, to, to 2013. And uh, my Facebook feed all from one day to the next, you know, turned canary yellow. I had no idea <laughs> that I had people that, 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 you know, had that never even talked about Cuba America, you know, in, in the entirety of the time I'd ever been on Facebook. All of a sudden, America, America, woo! You know, did, did you have like, a neighbor like, like mine, John? It, it wasn't that bad. But I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it, it seemed like I was, I was, I was hearing that song in my, you know, just everywhere. Uh, I know I don't have a neighbor like that. Well, uh, for, for those of you that don't know, well, like was it two or three doors down? Yeah. Has a gentleman that has a Cuba America stained glass window. His curb, his his the number, his, you know, you, you like like paint numbers on your curb, so that the uh, the emergency personnel or the pizza or the pizza folk can uh, <laughs> can locate your address. <laughs> it's it says like like three fourteen, and there's a Cuba America logo on there. So that I, I guess I guess that that's for for for, for he, people to know that there's an America fan coming. And he has two giant flags, just in case you missed all of that. That's right, and he has the two giant flags. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that that's pretty much what it was like. All of a sudden, these people just, just come out of nowhere. They, they 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 came out of nowhere. But but that doesn't seem to happen with Atlas fans. But then again, we really haven't seen Atlas well really win anything, at least not in my lifetime. Uh, and uh, so. But they did win, and uh, it, it, it officially put uh, put uh, Chivas' season in, in the freezer. They're done. Uh, they, and they, next next season, they have uh, the regular season. They don't have Copa Mekis, but they do have Conca champions. And Almeida has said that he's that he's going to stick. Uh, you know, he's he's going to you know st- at least for now, he's he's going to stay with Chivas. Um, you know, they're saying that there, that there's no uh, that there's no battles or conflicts with him. And the Chivas uh, general manager, Mr. Mr. Uh, people uh, tend to think that that's not the case at all. I tend to think that that's not the case at all because uh, in the last Fecha FIFA, Mr. Higuera went on a, on a, on a quote-unquote tour of Europe to see how things are done in, in, in other clubs. And uh, didn't pose that many pictures, but he did pose a picture with him and uh, Mr. Caixinha, who has uh, recently just been fired by Rangers. So... You know, it could be that uh, that that is a potential replacement for for Pelado. I mean, which I think again, Joel, I think would be a, a huge, huge mistake, not just for Almeida to leave, but for Igueta to fire him. I, I firmly believe 
that Chivas need for the, at least throughout through the next season. They both just seem to say, you know what, we have our differences, but let's let's just go ahead and concentrate. They're gonna have a full preseason coming up. They have the opportunity to make it to the to, uh, to the Club World Cup because they should be considered a favorite in in the Concacaf because they've never played the knockouts in the in the Concacaf Champions, at least not in this version of it. So to me, Chivas have a lot to play for next season, and I, I think the best thing for them to do is to stick to what they have right now, and then maybe add. You know, if they're going to add anything, just you know, add maybe maybe one or two players and then play with what you have. I think it would be a a big mistake for them to for them to do otherwise. Yeah, the team is definitely strong enough. I mean, once they recover all the, the injured players, uh, they do have a good a good squad, and uh, they should be motivated because there are a couple of players that are in the pool for the World Cup. I mean, they're they're not showing, but. You never know with injuries and the like. You're absolutely right. I mean, and players that weren't selected to go to Europe, like uh, Orbelin Pineda, who I think is certainly in the yes. what we call it, like 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 the the, the pool of, of thirty to thirty five players. I think uh, uh, Rodolfo Pizarro's in that. Pizarro. A couple and, of defenders. Uh, uh, Pulido. Uh, Pulido's absolutely in it because of uh, Mexico's dearth of, uh, of 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 talent up front. So yeah, I mean, there there are certainly uh, players that that could and and you know. And, and they've been called up before, you know. Right, and and people tend to forget that when uh, you know Chicharito did not really get going until that uh, Clausura season, right before the 2010 World exactly. Cup. Exactly. And and he just went bananas. And of course, uh, you know, he was it was uh, it was it was totally taken advantage of by by Vasco Aguirre by leaving him on the bench for the first three games. Yeah, because some coaches would will do that because you could have a player that. They're like a mainstay, like let's say a Gio, for example. But Gio's been like plummeting. He hasn't been doing too good. So, I mean, he could be left out if you have a player like Pizarro or even Pulido that they're just on fire. So why wouldn't you want to yeah, and, take and, a player and, that's that? And we've said this before on this podcast, you know, because of, of, of the 9-9 rule or the 10-8 rule or, or however you want to call it, if... If Chivas is playing well, in the, the, then that that bodes very well for the national team because of the fact that you know a good Chivas, you know a player a player that's playing well at Chivas is 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 should be autom- should be an automatic, automatically. Uh, uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying automatically, you know, uh, called up, but I mean it should it should be automatically considered for sure. And you know we saw that uh, in the Gold Cup with how many Chivas were on that, you know, with, with Berlin and, and Pizarro who had. And Pulido, before he got her, I mean, they had very good season with Chivas, and they yeah. absolutely deserved to call him. So, uh, you know, yeah, you that... know for, for, for fans of other teams uh, that may not necessarily like Chivas, but, but, but you like Mexico and you want Mexico to do well in the World Cup, you want Chivas to do well next season because that bodes well for the, for the national team. Yeah, so that should be motivation for a lot of these players. Because I know a lot of them want to leave. I, I, you know, before it used to be here at Guadalajara, so, you, you know, you got to Guadalajara or... or or America, or one of those bigger clubs, and and you had it made. But but now it's players want to make the jump to Europe, so that I know a lot of these younger guys still have that goal. So I mean, I think this next season for a lot of them, if, if they want, not just not just not just um, make it to the World Cup, but also like go abroad, it will be next season. Now. 
joining us in Escondido, California, is Daniel Preciado. Daniel, how are you, sir? Do good. Full yeah. belly. Yeah, are, you, are you watching your, uh, your your beloved Santos play Monterrey right now? No, I'm not actually. I'm, I'm back in my, my usual post outside uh, to make sure I don't disturb anybody. Yeah. Was, so, was, was Dan, are, are you upset that Morrissey canceled again? I didn't buy tickets, so uh, and and I'm I'm not one of those like I I kid, but I'm not one of those like super obsessed uh, fans where I'm not, he only, he, I'm not that fat only, guy crashing the stage. He only peaked his hair two inches instead of his usual four before before he went out. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, there there's been moments in time where I have rocked a a little bit of a pump, you know, different versions, but uh. No, I'm not too disappointed. I'm and not surprised. Uh, you know, as he told us uh, in uh, in in uh, Hollywood, he's English. That's right. He's also a Hammers fan, so I'm sure that that uh, has added to his disappointment. Well, it, uh, good news for you, uh, 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 Dano. It is one-one halftime. They're playing in in, in the Tamalera because this is a, a makeup game from one of those games where it, it was raining yeah. so hard that there was no way. That, that 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 they could have played. So, uh, but so Monterrey Santos is hanging in there. The, the bad news is, even if they win this game and next, they, they're still eliminated. Well, Dan and I right now we're looking to <laughs> not worry so much about Liguilla, but uh, yeah, we have other problems. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, okay, I, I the, the um percentage and every, every, point, every point counts. Especially that is true. That is like, true. Uh, point against Monterrey is a. Uh, no, it's worth not, its weight in gold. Worth its weight in gold. Of that, there is uh, absolutely no doubt. Now, Joel, uh, before uh, we we introduce Dan, uh, there was uh, some other rumors, and, and some of the rumors are that, that that Chivas are looking at a couple of uh, bringing bringing in a couple of, of real heavyweights in into into Chivas, and uh, we were talking about this uh, during the, at least uh, yesterday. I mean. Uh, you know, I, I rack my brain to try and think of, of 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 heavyweights that are eligible to play for Chivas that play in Liga MX that Chivas doesn't already have. Well, that would true, be, true. Now I'd have to preface that that would be uh, available to go and play for Chivas in positions. What if they're brothers, John? Brothers. Yeah, they could just come on loan. They they don't necessarily have to. Those brothers come somewhere else, though. Purchased. I yeah, I don't think that, I think that those brothers have, have have their heart somewhere else. If, if they were well, I mean, no, no, I know, but but if you're going on loan, it's worth a and, try. And I think I think uh, they're itching. You know, I mean, they're getting they're getting a pressure to play, obviously, or at least they're being encouraged to play. You know, yeah. the, the, the the team who should really be behind, you know, and 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 be supportive of that should be LA Galaxy, honestly, because I think they are. I'm pretty sure they will be. Yeah, I mean they they need to be. And the reason I say that is that you know I mean LA Galaxy will 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 fare a lot better uh, in, in in every phase of the game on the field and off the field if if the Dos Santos brothers get it going because right now they are not getting it going. Yeah, and if they, if they go to the World Cup, if they both get called up, you know it, it raises their stock, and if they have a good cup and then come back, you know it'll it'll bring the fans. That, that they're going to, to go to Mexico just to even play in the World Cup because right now, 
No, that's that's the point of go to Mexico to 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 be in good form and stay sharp. Yeah. Yeah. They have they have some options. Uh, I mean, I, I to me the, the the most the one that makes the most sense. Although I don't think that necessarily the team needs it is America just because just because that's where their dad played. Now their dad, you know, also played in Monterrey. But again, you know, where where are they going to play Monterrey? Because uh, you know, you know, Tigres certainly doesn't need him, and Rayados really don't need him. Now another, yeah. another place where I think that could be an option for them uh, that that I think would 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 help them a lot. Uh, is is uh, is Cholos? It's true, but do they have the money? Last we heard, you know, Caliente was yeah, turning the, uh, out the the, the, the casino the, business. The people are having a rough time. People aren't uh, pouring their money, you know, out of their pockets into theirs as as, as often as one would one would think would be happening. Someone someone rigged the slot machines. Yeah, they must be. Uh, they they're must paying have, out. They're paying out too much. They must have read Donald Trump's books of how of how to, how to, how to manage casinos. Because uh, he he appears to be the only person on the planet that uh, that loses money. You know, I, I could I could see Higuera going after the Los Santos. You know, uh, that's just he's always been going after the big names. Uh, he tried that's to get Vela. Say. He yeah. tried to get Vela. He he even said it. Uh, he he kind of threw a jab saying he was more but, interested in the but, money. But does 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 Chivas really need the Los Santos brothers? Well, not necessarily, especially if they're just coming on loan, no. I could, I could tell you could use the Los Santos brothers. Or, I would say or, yes. Or Pumas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, you could, you could use them because they're talented guys. But, but I mean, Chiefs is a squad that's pretty – it's already built. It, it could be disruptive to an, to an effect. But How I don't much think of he cares. Influence. He just won. He just wants to associate the big names to the team. How much of a, of a good influence would would, would Giovanni and Jonathan <laughs> be on La Chofis? <laughs> I don't know. Well, hasn't hasn't a, Jonah always been a good professional, though? He actually he has. No. Actually, he's he's probably outside of Chicharito. Uh, he's, no, he's probably I, the a very, a very solid professional. And, and I still remember those drunken picks. Not of Jonathan. Oh no no not Jonathan I, I mean oh, dude, he was dude, he's twenty I'm <laughs> yeah. sure aware that there are no drunken pictures of you when you're twenty years old. <laughs> well he 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 learned how to hit them yeah well you know he he was a kid I mean he was what maybe twenty one and 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 you know that uh, that the the veterans at Tottenham <laughs> you know that you know that they, they ran him through the ringer I mean they were you know, and, you know and, that that happened. And if you're going to get faded, I mean, you want as well be like protect, you know, in the company of, of of your teammates who are taking care of you. They obviously carried him. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they didn't drop him. They didn't leave him stranded there. So he was in good hands. Um, it, was, it, was like very, said, it was very noble that they did. Very noble. It's something. It's something most of us um, have experienced at one point or another. Maybe some more than others. That's, that's why I went to MLS so you could live up the life and continue on. Just like that. Well, it be- Coach for Pachuca side. You're just well, anti-fun, uh, uh, Beto. That that's your problem. Yeah. What did the What did the guy from Pachuca say? What, when he, when they, uh, Tom asked Tom asked him out in the U.S. and he sort of chuckled. He just chuckled and laughed and was like, uh, "No, they're too used to the party and the they." They're not yeah, but that guy doesn't know. I mean, I mean, I mean, I think that there's no question that that they're. You know, and then Fernando, you know, Fernando, 
is listening, and I'm sure he is. Release the Kraken. That, uh, <coughs> you know, because we, we you know, we, uh, Juan and I, more than anybody, defended Giovanni, uh, you know, a capa y espada. Right? I mean, we just, uh, you know, t- to the death, saying that, that, that his level of play wasn't, wasn't going to fall off. And obviously, it did. now that, I'm not saying that that was a direct result of, I mean, the whole team, the whole Galaxy team just, 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 Compared to how they normally play in MLS, was a complete disaster. I mean, it was it was. They are perennially not only a playoff team but a championship team. I mean, they I mean, they, they are they always made it very far. You know, they had a code. You know, I think if Arena was there, I think things would have been different for them. Um, a lot of factors, but you know, the, the reality is, is is that their level of play has dropped some. But now, I will I will say <clears throat> for for Giovanni though, and and Dan and I talk about this in the last uh, two. Qualifiers, Giovanni, I think was one of was one of the better players, and, and definitely in the, uh, in, the in, in that in the, in the I guess it was the two previous ones. So it's not like he hasn't. His I don't think either of them have embarrassed much. themselves. No. None of them, have, especially when you compare them to the to to their peers who are in Europe, who didn't exactly set the world on fire. So I, I while I, I mean, uh, embarrassed themselves on the pitch or in in on the pitch, oh. on the pitch. <laughs> I, I don't think. Um, Getting drunk in the back of that car is pretty embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, but that happened in 2008, dude. I mean, let's let it. I think, I think we can let that go. Doesn't matter. Right? Can, can we let it go? Apparently yeah, not. I'm just saying that's embarrassing for that to happen. I kind of. I, I had a really bad holiday party once where where I said things I shouldn't have said because I, I was holding <laughs> some resentment and, and and I had too much to drink. But that's not indicative of who I am, Beto. That's, that's not who I am. That's understandable, though. That's, not, <laughs> that was a weak moment. You're not a professional actor. That's, that was, uh, why, should he, why should he be held to a higher standard? Because he's, he, he's, John, we can really uh, hear you breathing super loud, dude. Oh, sorry about that. He's using his body to make money and to be a professional athlete. You, you know doing that at a party or whatever is not ruining well i mean it could possibly ruin your professional career but it's not gonna it absolutely have, could have <laughs> it's not, not going to have the impact on your body or the tools that you use to do your job Where, whereas in professional athletes and that's what the guy from pachuca is saying when you want a young professional athlete who's going to bring money to your club you don't want some guy who's out worried about instagram likes and all this stuff and but that's an assumption that you're saying that that he's concerned with that stuff just because he's posting doesn't mean he's obsessed we don't know how much time he's investing on it we don't know how much time it's it's actually taken away from training um drinking i'm saying drinking or smoking and and all this stuff that that's hey man hey man smoked two packs a day and was one of the great midfielders in history but yeah, I don't think I don't think having a, a drink here or there is going to have that much of a detrimental effect. I honestly don't think so. I mean, there's been, like you said, there's been plenty of athletes before them that, that have done it. I mean, Todd Marinovich was 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 functioning quite well as a as an arena league football player, high on heroin. So I mean, think of how think of how that I'm, dude. I am I am on PCP right now, and you don't notice any difference, right? <laughs> I, I'm I'm bringing, I'm bringing at least my my B minus game. <laughs> <laughs> don't think of the, the broken ceiling that they could have had without that stuff. Though. Well, I, I don't necessarily that's, think that's that one drunken too. party. Yeah, one drunken party was the direct uh, result of that. I think it was certainly a, it was certainly a, a a side effect. But you know, Giovanni's biggest problem in his you know his entire career was, in my opinion, was 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 exemplified by him not playing at all for three years 
after 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 you know playing what having like 30 appearances for Barcelona and playing well for Barcelona when they had one of one of the you know one of the one of the great teams in history and he was on that team and he and he did all right with those guys and then and then, and then deciding that that for some reason he needed to change I think he should go to I think I guess I'm of the opinion that uh, while maybe you have a point that maybe drinking or, or smoking or whatever, um, on occasion even, may not be uh, maybe kind of hurting them physically on some level. But how do you know that not drinking is going to maybe affect them mentally where they're not as happy? They're not as at peace. I mean, taking there's a lot of people that like to get a drink to take the edge off for whatever the reason. And I mean, if I know that while I might be physically healthier, if, if, if I stopped drinking beer, I certainly wouldn't be as, as happy. I, I, I wouldn't be as comfortable in, um, without it. So that's, you know, a, it, that's mental midgetry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, no, it's, I, it's all in your I, mind. It's all in your, your mentality and motivation. Yeah, and, exactly. Not all people are wired the same way. Things can make you happy. I mean, you could go out and, and go on a, on a run. It'll make you happy, and that can change your life. Or you can do yoga, and that can change your life, and you're, you would be mentally... Maybe maybe they're not wired that way. Maybe they don't want to do yoga. Maybe they'd rather have a beer. Maybe they'd or rather bar. have a laugh. Yeah, if, that, if that works out... Well, it. see, again, but, but you, get, you know, this is, this is something I was... Is, is it, it, you know, fans always have the, the, the Madonna whore complex when it comes to athletes. Like, they want their athletes to be, you know, perfect at everything that they do on and off the field. And it's just not the case, man. It's it's just not the case. They don't have to be perfect, and I mean, in my opinion, they don't have to be perfect. Um, but they need to take care of their. Team. Well, you don't want you don't want them to drink. You don't want them to post pictures on Instagram. You know, I mean, you you want them. You know, you want them to. You probably don't want them not fornicating playing, either, right? You don't want it. Yeah. Well, uh, having social visits with members of the opposite sex. That's uh, that you know, depending on time frames on that, that could you know. Not affect or not. Be, you, uh, you would allow that from three to three forty-five on Wednesdays. <laughs> well, I think there's like a well, not not before a game though. I don't know the science. Yeah, that's what I, uh, that's what I was getting. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't know the science of that. But. You were born like a couple decades late, Beto. <laughs> Do you still start off every morning with raw eggs? That's not a bad idea. Like uh, like what? What's like the thing? Rocky style? You know, just like wake up at dawn, crack about half a dozen into a cup and then just chug and then start your workout eggs bad and dairy's bad and bad and all that stuff hey man life causes cancer cheekies all right so that's how it is i mean that's that's just the reality man i'm so disappointed i'm trying to find your your morality thing and i can't find it (laughs) it sucks yeah i i really do think that that there's too much i mean if the player's able to function, I don't think um, they, they should be required to be on the job 24-7. I mean, as far as athletes are concerned, their seasons are longer than anybody else, than anybody other, any other uh, professional athlete. Well, you, you see evidence of effects. Even Pulido, we can go back to Chivas Pulido. Uh, I was criticized in the past few weeks about going, going to parties and doing, doing crazy stuff. Is that so? Well, who made you pull for this dump, huh? But yeah, I mean, you can have fun. I don't, I don't have a beef with players, you know, doing whatever. Well, I think I, I don't think your definition of fun would equate to other people. <laughs> I'm not sure your definition of fun is would would uh, would align with theirs. Sure, it's the same as well. 
Like I don't I don't see Giovanni in the back not even coherent and knowing what what he's doing uh, to be fun. Maybe before it was pretty fun. Maybe you know, before getting totally uh, lost, it was fun. Whoa! Sorry about that, boys. I'm not sure what that was. See, it's all that PCP I'm doing before the show. Yeah, it's affecting your game, oh, dude. Oh, game my, oh, professional. Oh, oh, my cables. Sounds like you're playing Operation. No. Just trying to get that funny bone. That could help you be a great personality, though, John. So then that... that is, actually, I'm not sure the... Uh, sorry about that. What are my knobs? Like, like the worst knob you could turn to the right? <laughs> Got turned to the right, and it wasn't me that did it. No. So that's, that, that, that is very strange. El Duende? That's right. It was uh, the, little, the little gnome. My mom was big on blaming, blaming him. Yeah, my dad called it the not me fairy. Oh, yeah, the not me fairy must have died. <laughs> yeah, Chickies, I'm not. You know, I mean, obviously, this is a position that you that you have and you maintain, and you're very, very, very passionate about. And and, and I don't necessarily think that you're wrong. I don't. But uh, but uh, I, I do think that uh, you know, for for ath- if you're going to be an athlete, where where you're, you know, the the your lifestyle can be determined by you know how much you bust your ass on the field. Then I, I totally understand you know the folks that that you know you, like you need to take care of your body, what you eat, and blah blah blah. And I get all that. But you know some folks just want to have it as mother, and there's nothing wrong with that either. Yeah, I remember when we were saying, "Oh, Cheech is going to EPL. He needs to bulk up. He needs to get stronger and stuff." That's that's sort of the same point. Well, speaking of Cheech, he might be leaving soon. I don't think. Yeah. Oh, pretty bad news for him. The David Moyes, yeah, the, of all the coaches, and that, that just, that just to me is like, uh, just ugh. And you know, and, and the thing is, 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 is that, you know, for I know that you know for for players like the players in Porto and Chicharito, there's no way they're going to recoup what they, what they paid for him, in Europe. Uh. Chicharito, maybe, but definitely not the guys in Porto. And uh, there are a couple of teams in Mexico that would gladly pay the "quote unquote" you know a, a fair market value for for players like that. I kind of disagree with you, John. I, I think um, HH and uh, and Tecatito still have a potential to make a, a big uh, big money transfer, especially uh, if they have a good World Cup. That's true. Ache uh, has, has played well in Tecatito. You know, he's he's hot and cold, but he certainly he needs to get off that half potential and start actually doing it. I think doing they, it on they, a consistent basis. Not that it's an excuse, but I do think a change of scenery might reinvigorate their uh, their mojo a little bit. But uh, I I'm actually surprised that that a big team hasn't gone after. Herrera, I think he's worth the the gamble. I thought that Herrera would have gone after after the World Cup in Brazil because I mean he had he had an outstanding World Cup, and uh, he had a really good chance to score against Holland in the first half. And then if if that goes in, you know does, that could have been a does very. He, uh, does he have a passport? Uh, European Union. Uh, I'm not sure if Portugal has the four year rule like uh, like Spain does. Uh, I would. So that could be a big factor too. Just not having, not having that. Well, they they've been there for three years. You got to figure that they got to be getting close to being for that eligibility. 
True. It seems like Herrera's been there forever. He's been there since uh, since 2013. So th- th- this is this is going into his fourth year for sure. Wow. So he should be able to get his pass. But I- I'm not. I mean, I do think a player like like Diego Reyes or, or Layun both I think would be would be excellent candidates for Chivas. But you know, that's the whole you know pacto thing. You know, is America going to allow that to happen? Yeah, those are two big two big players. Yeah, I, I just don't see America letting them go. And which is why I think the, I think the, I think if, if there was a player that would that would would benefit unbelievably from coming back and playing and getting minutes is uh, is uh, Raúl Jiménez, but there's only okay. one place he can go. You're aiming too high, though, if, if you're thinking uh, Chivas. I mean, player. But 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 if, high, but, if, but the, the guy has proven that he, that he that he wants okay. to spend the money. So no no yeah but but he's most likely to get um. To get back the Ranger players, um, <laughs> he'll get Gullit back and um, and uh, Lalo Herrera. Just funny because Chivas tried buying him, and Pumas wanted like. Yeah, well, like I said, and, and but wanted all this that, money, and then exactly they sold him really point. cheap. <laughs> is that the only way the Rangers gets their money back? Is they sell them back to Mexico? Because they're not, you know, Gullit's not going to go to, you know, uh, Almeria, you know, or. You know, he's not going to Bordeaux. He could go to Motherwell. That's right. <laughs> hey, what was the name of the uh, on Arrested Development, the, 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 the mother-daughter, or the, the, the daughter's son, or the mother's son, rather? You remember that, Dan? Mother's son? The mother's son dance that, uh, that the grandma took the, the <laughs> George Michael to. <clears throat> Refresh my memory. That, where she like dresses him like like Sonny Bono and she share and <laughs> you know what I'm talking about and uh, uh, I'm sure I've and, seen it but and Buster and and so that's the name of this of this dance but it's also the name of a heavy metal band and and Ron Howard and you know Randy says you know we're legally obligated to make the distinction this is hilarious <laughs> anyway anyway so so yeah I, 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 oh, mother boy mother boy that's what it was mother boy mother boy. Mother no, yeah, those guys are high probability coming back. Um, I don't think uh, Raul is is going to be coming back. No, I know, I know that. I mean, I'm just. But my point is, is that uh, is that Chivas would be willing to pay. What I think that Chivas should probably be maybe aiming for maybe more younger player. There, there aren't any though. Because I, I just don't see them getting that other those types of players. I, I think their best shot is maybe taking a chance and maybe getting someone. And I know I, to your point, there isn't anybody like there's, or at least not a whole lot of players that are just no, obvious I just, choices. I just don't see the former Americanistas if they return soon joining Chivas. If they do, it will be when when they're about to retire. Um, but they won't come to Guadalajara. I think America would. I really doubt they'll they'll just let them go, you know, unless they get a nice cut, and and then they will most likely be like a Tigres or Monterrey. Man, so you're saying that Chivas uh, just stick with what they have, huh? 
No, well, like I'm saying, like like Layun, Jimenez, Diego, I think those guys would, America would be their first choice, and then, if not, one of the Monterrey teams. But I just, I just no matter what Chivas offers, I, I just can't see them joining Chivas. Well, I, I can't see them joining Chivas for, for more political reasons than financial. I just, yeah. I just don't think that, that, that America would allow. I, I think it's one thing if you're over 30. And have had a you know pretty decent career. If I was Chivas, I wouldn't have no Americanista come to my team. If I was Higuera, I'd be like, man, screw Jimenez. Higuera is an Americanista. You know what? It, I mean, it would be like a pustule that, uh, like this this yellow pustule that that grows and infects. Yeah. yeah. Although he, he claims he no longer is, but when well, they you, you his... know he still has America Americachones. You know he does. Yeah, he he has a soft soft spot. Um, but yeah, they dug up his old tweets and he was, you know, he would always, during the classicals, he would, he would always tweet and make fun of Chivas. What about, uh, so what about our, our, our boy Chicharito? Joel, do you think that that is something that, uh, he's, he's has, has coming to ML- about? He's coming to MLS, man. Going to MLS? He's going to MLS. The money, the money's in the U.S., Especially players like him, where, where, where they're more of a brand, Dylan. and and they could get so much money out of, just out of uh, sponsors, you know. Um, he, he's he's gonna bank it if he comes here, uh, than if he goes to Mexico. We were talking about this on the on the, uh, on the chat. In the chat. I, th- I think he can do just fine in either country. Yeah, personally, I got, I got. No, I, I mean, gotta, yeah, he'll do fine, but he's he could just make so much more money in the U.S. Who cares? He's got enough. But check this out. I think Chicharito has enough class and enough uh, like loyalty, and is such a good guy. He should. He no, probably no, para, para. probably will choose Chivas instead of selling out and going to. That's not that's uh, not selling out, and also there's just more possibilities because. Look, how, he would be a Chivas legend. He he dominate. He goes well. Does well in Europe. Comes back to Chivas. Maybe wins a league before he, you know, for a few years before he retires, and then uh, and he then he, he will still be considered a Chivas legend even if he never returns. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I, I hate he, to say it, but it's would, it's not that would. difficult now to become a Chivas legend. It's... But he would be even greater though if he would go back to Chivas, win a title, retire at Chivas in four, five, six, however many years. You win, you win a title, man. They just won it, so ten years. No, he can. He, he would retire yeah, yeah, they got, they before they even window before they need to worry about. He, winning he already knows he. he can break that's it. not happening. He'll bring he, it. He missed that window. Hey, what what is the only other club that that Chicharito tweets about other other than the one he's playing for? I don't know, man. I don't. I don't follow him on Twitter. Did he block you too, Hoyt? No, no, no. You sure? Yeah, I never even added him. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't go full all Woody Woodpecker on uh, on on Chicharito. Nah. All right. He's, no, he he tweets about Chivas all the time. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, Chivas will still Chivas will welcome him with open arms when he's thirty-five. He could be thirty-eight; they'll still take him in. He's he's kind of like like a celebrity, so he's gonna get more out of it coming to the U.S. If he goes to Mexico, it's 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 just more limited. Limited by what? Just the possibilities and the money and all that. 
it's, it's I, just... I, 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 I disagree, dude. I disagree. <laughs> I, think, I think he can make just as much. He needs a Head and Shoulders commercial in Los Angeles. That's what you're saying, right? And and not only that, but I mean, yeah, he exactly. Yeah. His his market is bigger in Mexico than it is in the U.S. I mean, but he still gets it. He he still gets that market. He doesn't have to be there to get it. That's the thing. And and uh, just being in the U.S., he he could grow his brand a bit more. So that that's the whole thing. You don't have to be there. And he's gonna have to go on loan for the next World Cup so he can get some. Uh... From playing time before because the schedule's all messed up, just like the Geo brothers or the, the Dos Santos brothers. I'm pretty sure that this is Chicharitos and uh, Dos Santos brothers' last World Cup. I mean, because they'll be, they'll be, well, you know, one of them might make it, you know. Yeah. We've had a couple guys in their mid, mid, late 30s. Well, they'll be in their early 30s for the next one, so 32, 33. I mean, if, if Tim Cahill, who, by the way, got hurt last week, and I don't know if you all have seen Australia play, but they're, let's just say that Honduras is going to give them a, a really good, uh, that one That one is, is going to be decided in the second half of the second leg, and maybe even an extra time. That one could go to penalties, especially with Cahill gone. Well, I, I I I understand and I agree with what you're saying. I just think that I think that Chicharito has more. Uh, I, th- I think that I think that his life is more important than his brand, and I I, I do feel that he is uh, has 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 more of a reason to go back to Mexico than when jo- Giovanni certainly doesn't, and neither does Carlos. They've been gone for well, much. Well, much gentlemen, longer. I'll remind you guys. Chicharro banned a lot of the Mexican press. He wasn't for a long time. He wasn't even giving interviews in Spanish. So yeah. he, he doesn't like a lot of that stuff, well, especially Hugo when Sanchez when did the same thing. It, especially when when they get, you know, into the personal stuff. So he he likes to stay away from that. So that would be another reason for him to come to LA. So you think that he would like the anonymity by of yes. playing in a. Yeah, you don't get none of that. Uh, they were posting, I think it was one of the Mexican rags, and they were already talking about how some some rumor going around from way back when that his current girlfriend had participated like in an orgy. And it's like, he, he don't want to read that stuff, you know? Uh, his, his current girlfriend was like, an, uh, I don't know if she still is, but she was an actress. So the rumor was that, you know... So the rumor wasn't about, about him, and... it was about her. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, stuff like that. So I mean, I, I just... Yeah, but, that, but that would happen in any country. If it was dating an actress in the U.S., that would happen here too. No, you, but you don't see those type of rumors, type of stuff like that. Like here in the U.S. for soccer, at least not for soccer. You, you don't really read stuff like that. Well, for soccer, maybe not. But I mean, if he's dating an actress, then yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean you, you've seen TMZ, right? Sexual harassment, harassment stuff might come out. <laughs> harassment. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Got the yeah, no, I, I just think I just think Chicharro doesn't like a lot of the how like Mexican football. You know, he there's a lot of stuff he doesn't like about it. So I just think 
he'll get a special treatment over here and, and he's going to come over here. Well, you're, 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 you're probably right. But I do, uh, I do think that he, uh, more so than any player in Mexico, I think has, uh, has, has, has a much, uh, is much more wired in Mexico than some of the other guys are. But look who we would have to work with, you know? Do like uh, Higuera and Vergara, so it's not not your ideal boss. Well, I mean, again, I, I don't think that that's. I mean, that's that's the same everywhere, man. I don't know, man. He could be hanging out with Will Ferrell and Tony Robbins and, and Bob Bradley, be, and uh, yeah, and and you know. Neighbors with with Gio and Bella, or he could be in Max, dude, getting offers to uh, from gonna, the cartels gonna... for your businesses, like like Marquez. Okay. Look up fake uh, fake businesses to uh, not pay. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, like the like the. Well, the, did that happen when when uh, when uh, Rafa was in Barcelona? No, Herrera and Diego Reyes, I think. Uh, well, I don't know if that's not a villain, but... <laughs> Their names came up. Yeah, their names came up. Wasn't it the Panama Papers? I think. Yeah. Yeah, man. See, so, I mean, you know, go to Valhara, get an offer you can refuse, and Fundación Chicha is being used to launder money. I mean, that was, I would just stay over here and in the U.S., Well, we'll see. We'll see what. Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that you're you're probably right, but but I do think again that, that if if, uh, if if there is one player that that would that would consider it, I think it would be Chicharo, just because of. Oh, uh, but I, I think he's uh, he has uh, more roots in Guadalajara than. Uh... No, I know, I know, but yeah. it's a two-hour flight, John. He's there in two hours, you know. LAX to Guadalajara, right there. You want to you want to know why so you can go kiss the hand, man, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, and you know what? I know Mexican fans don't like don't like seeing their their seleccionados playing playing right here in the U.S. But I'm pretty sure about eighty percent of this squad is gonna end up over here. That's a pretty fair assessment. You know, um, there's already there's already three three players that we would have never guessed uh, they would have been here right. that, that, that early. That did it in, in that their early. peak of their careers. I'm sure that that's in 2005. You know, if you ask any any fan of Mexico after watching Mexico put put seven up on yeah. uh, on, on Brazil <laughs> and Holland combined in the semifinal and final of that uh, of that World Cup, thinking that when these guys are peaking and they're you know late, you know they're mid to late twenties that they're going to be playing at, at uh, MLS teams. Yeah. And, and there's a Chua. I don't really see a Chua landing a, a good Euro club. Well, a Chua is one of those guys that, that once he gets his passport, I think that he will. We, we need to, and I think that, that that's why he's in Belgium write this that year. Down. I'm a, we need to write that down, John. Cause but why else would he go to Belgium? 
Why else would he go to Belgium? No, no, yeah, I agree. He he did it for that. I'm just saying that offer is not going to come. Okay. And he's he's going to be like he's going to be at Sporting Kansas City. Do I stay right here in some, you know, low, you know, bottom of the table team, face another relegation battle, or do I cash my chips and, you know, make make a nice fat paycheck? Play for the new Austin team, but he's a keeper though. Yeah, pretty I mean, much. He can play. He can play into his forties. No, I know, but he's not going to get the same amount of money. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I mean, is he really going to command that much money now? Now more than later? Coming after as the long, World Cup, yes. Because I'm just saying, there's as a long big as, market. But as long as he's is he's part of the the national team, MLS is going to be interested in him. And yeah, he's, but the older... and he's and he's he's a. He's absolutely uh, one of the faces of the of the team. I mean, he's been part of the national team for a long, long time. I mean, almost as long as Rafa. Yeah, yes, yes. Not not always a starter, but yeah, he has not been a, there. That's for more personal, like coaching no, no, decisions but, and, and but you know, my but thing yeah. is, porque quiero estar chingando la ya, you know, you're not even getting that respect. Well, he's got the itch, and and and. Fuck what people yeah, think, you know. I mean, if he, that's what he wants to do. I mean, and he wants to. No, I'm not I mean, saying look, what people I, think. I, I'm saying your own self worth. No, that's I mean, what I'm you, saying. You like, could be he, battling it but, but that's the thing, Hoel. Is that why self worth tied to money? Well, because you you could go where you're valued more. So I mean, you're gonna go somewhere and you're gonna get better yeah, treatment. Yeah, but, but 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 he but may. You're gonna keep trying to prove yourself over and over again, and it's just you. You could just be in a club like they'll just release you for pennies. That's perseverance, though, man. That's From perseverance. Perseverance for a while. He's had a really good career. It's not like uh, he's trying to make something. Yeah, yeah. I know that he was, you know, having a really hard time playing at the at the Ajacho when he's living in freaking Corsica. You got to be kidding me, man! <laughs> Please. Hey, well, then why didn't he? That's stay? a hell of a point. Because they were why relegated. Because they were yeah, relegated. But, no, but. But not but only he, that, though, he he does have ambition though. That's the thing. Like there is a lot of that to it. So he's willing to maybe bypass some of the fame that, that and like right now that maybe that was his I only mean, option if, at the time. But he doesn't want to. Yeah, MLS. He doesn't want to cash it in. And 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 he could have done that easily. But he but he wants to get his EU. I mean, what if he has another sensational World Cup in Russia and he has his EU passport? He can he can go wherever. Then, then it won't be a problem. With a passport, he could easily – he's easily good enough to be on a, on a, on a mid-table team just in just about better league. Or better. Or better. But, yeah. but, but no one is going to do that for a goalie. They're just not. They, 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 have to have, they have to have the passport. How old is he now? Uh, how old he's, is the show now? He's 29, 30. He's got 10 more years. That's a good phrase by Dan, the cash it in. You're basically uh, bringing back the memories of Pern. This age, <laughs> age he's, he's going to be retiring to MLS instead of going to play in MLS. Well, no, I, I would consider catching it in even back to Mexico. He's, he's 32, John. I just, okay, so I just still, he still has a solid, he still has a solid six, seven years left in his career. Solid. Yeah, he, he's you know, a keeper. He, yeah. That's, babe, that's what I'm saying. After the World Cup, if he doesn't get a good offer, not. And not just from a team, but like like wage wise. But, but but he in theory wage, has cause, another cause, World Cup in him. No, but but see, these guys have to think about retirement. Yeah, but you could get injured. 
there's all this stuff that could happen. So ultimately, you have to think on, on you have to think about life after football. You got to get what and, you and, can when you can. Is that what you're saying, Jorge? So, well, when you get to a certain age, because then you're like, what if I get injured? What if whatever happens? Uh, how am I going to sustain my family? I mean, you again, know? he's get yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you, and and, and and that's fine. But as Dan said, you know, people you know might be wired differently. He's not making peanuts either. Yeah, it's it's not like he's suffering. MLS over there. Hey, Rafa wasn't making peanuts, and look what he had to do to stay afloat, man. A lot of these guys well, you got to be able to manage man. it too. No, but you believe me, I've I've I know very well how yeah you. People mis- mismanage their funds, and and you know, and the more you have, there's more handouts. You know, the more people their handout. Except, I I totally get that. I mean, yeah, man. Look uh, at Cabanas, man. He's working at a bakery. His guy went from being at the top to now he's. Yeah, you there's know. there's there's a ton of cautionary tales, but I think when you when you when you consider his position, the likelihood of him, at least I don't regularly come across devastating injuries that that keepers sustain i mean at least i don't typically hear of them you know he he's just his position allows him to to experience a whole lot less injury a lot less mileage um accumulates that's what allows him that's why conejo could still play you know um i i i think uh i kind of I don't know. I guess I have a soft spot for him. I think he's always been kind of a, gotten the short end um, with the national team at different points, and I, I appreciate the effort that he's that he's putting in. That he's because let's face it. I mean, he's 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 being ridiculed by many um, and think it's a waste. I I don't think it's a waste. Uh, he's it's not. If anything, it's just because it's disappointing as fans because we 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 feel that he's. He should be uh, on a much bigger team in a much more uh, bigger league, I guess. So that's why I think it'd be even more of a shame for him to just just kind of quit in a sense and just go to MLS or the, or, the, or or back to Mexico where it's comfortable. You need to listen to. Like, let him fight, man. I mean, to me, the, the whole reason he went to Belgium, I mean, is is a huge indication of where he wants his career to end up. No, yeah, I agree with you, John. I- I agree that he wants a revancha, and he, and he yeah. But again, it makes it so much easier talent. for it makes it so much easier for for for, for goalies, particularly that if they have an EU passport, then they have a much easier time of finding a team. That's I just agree, the reality. But, but but my my spider sense says that he's not. That's just my spider sense, John. Okay. He's not going to get it. He he's still has the same uh, the same agent as before. And he's gonna be stuck there in uh, in Belgium, and he's gonna have to be like, do I want to be here or do I want to make three, four more times that money? You know. So that's that's just my you know, and and be close to Mexico. Or well, I mean, two hour, one hour flight. Again, or... I think that if he wanted to make that decision, he had an he had an excellent opportunity to make that before the season started. He chose to go no. to Belgium. No, I'm saying yeah, but but. I can see his way of thinking, like get get his EU passport, have a good World Cup, and then close off his career playing in a in a pretty good team, probably that's in the Champions League, and, and it's 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 a good goal to have. I'm just saying, my prediction is that even if he does have a good tournament, he's not gonna get a good offer from a from a good European team. 
And so he's going to have to make a choice. Do I stay at, at in Belgium or, or some low, some small club? No, and, and again, or, that's fine. Or do I go? But, but at least he's taking the risk. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's... So I don't understand why that's... I guess my no. my my uh and my spider senses aren't nearly as as uh as acute as 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 Joel's, but uh I I I just think that he's got a whole lot of I'm thinking he's going to be our, our keeper in four years time. So I, that's why I think uh that 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 money he's still going to be I guess if he's still in the national team then he's still going to be a focus uh, of attention and I think that money from MLS. And Mexico will still be there in four years' time. No, but but you know, because because what I'm saying is, but I know these guys it's not have families and and they're raising their families, and and that sometimes is, it comes into play. Like, where am I going to raise my kids? You know, am I keep moving them around, or I'm I'm going to take them home now? No, those those are definitely. Um important uh, factors to consider for sure. But it's kind of funny though, like it's, it's a, on, on one end, uh, it's, uh, we're we're kind of, uh, at least some of us are kind of chastising in a sense, uh, the decision to stay in Europe yet. Then we, we knock the ones that do. Oh no, no, I commend, I commend them. I'm just saying that because he's going to get a really good offer. He's going to end up coming here. That's that's my prediction. What's your prediction for the fight? <laughs> oh yeah, we'll see how that pans out. Yeah, Willie Nelson will astound his fans by screwing the English <laughs> Channel. Really? Well, I know. <laughs> Well, we should, uh, before we wrap it up here, we should probably, uh, since we've talked about Ochoa and, and, and Chicharito, two of Mexico's uh, strongest players, two players that uh, that, that have had, uh, well, you know, Chicharito particularly, a, a decent career in Europe. Uh, Ochoa has played well. I mean, his, his teams haven't done well, but he's played well. And uh, they're playing Belgium tomorrow, and uh, and Belgium has a very good team. Uh, they had, they're in the middle of uh, one of their one of their, uh, you know, once in a generation teams with uh, just uh, uh, just a disgusting display of 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 of, of, of talent, uh, players that uh, excel on some of the the world's great clubs, and uh, Mexico has a chance to see how they stack up to uh, what I would consider at least a dark horse for the uh, for the World Cup. You know, a team that you know that can definitely make it as they did in the last World Cup to the quarterfinals. And uh, it's uh, it, it is gonna it is uh, as far as friendlies go it, it could it couldn't be a, a better a better test and and a better way to see exactly how you stack up uh, now that they've had uh, you know taste of playing other teams I know that Hoyt posted a a sticker of the scores that Mexico's had uh, they they beat Chile in a, in a friendly even though it was very lucky uh, then of course they lost the 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 7-0 the 4-1 to Germany and then they tied Portugal twice and on the second one they lost in penalty kicks was it penalty kicks or did they lose an extra time i think it was they lost an extra time i don't remember it may have been that they lost an extra time so uh, another huge test for them they're playing in Belgium uh, it sounds like all reports indicate that uh, Mexico 
will be playing as you know their their quote unquote you know strong team, whatever that means. You know the team of uh, you know the ones the ones that you'd expect. And uh, so, what's going to happen then? I mean, are, 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 is, is, I mean, are we are we are we back to to begging for draws or? You know, hoping that Mexico survives, or does Mexico have a chance against these Belgians? These miserable, fat Belgians. <laughs> it's going to be tough because of the weather. I think the weather is cold and rainy. But, but, but those guys are used to it. Yeah. The majority of the squad, they're, they're used to it. They're going to look good tomorrow, they're I think. Win. I don't know if they'll win, but I think they're going to look good. I, I, uh, I think... You know, I think these players could match Belgium, even if they're stronger. I still think they could match him, especially teams that attack. I think it's it's more to our favor. I mean, more to Mexico's favor. But with Osorio, I just I don't know, man. I, I don't have that much confidence. In, in My one concern is that the loss of Tecatito is huge. I think with yeah. him, I, I thought they had a legitimate chance of winning, just because of. Uh, he could he he has that 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 moment of brilliance in him that he could just create a goal. Yes. Without without him on there, and, and me personally, I'm just I'm just kind of bummed about it from from you know like uh, just because we missed out on seeing him against the Confeds, and and I personally honestly felt that he he would have made a difference in in how that tournament played out. I, I honestly think that he's that important to the team as far as being a goal scoring threat and then just the attention that he that that, that he gets. What what well yeah and, and going back to Osorio, he's he's it's pretty interesting. Uh so this this little uh note that came out. He's he's only faced four teams that are ranked higher than Mexico. Uh so that's Chile, like John said, they they beat him at a friendly and then they lost the Boda Roja. Uh the other one was Uruguay, who Mexico beat three to one in the group stage, uh, Portugal twice, well, one draw and, and one one loss, and then um, Germany. So this this would be like his fifth his fifth game against a higher ranked team, but stats don't look too promising. It's uh, <laughs> and and that's I think that's what's been important for a lot of Mexico fans. How how that's why it's so divided, you know the the opinion on on Osorio, because he did so well during the the qualifiers, but then when we've played, well when Mexico's played, you know these teams that where we expect if we if we want Mexico to play that quinto partido or or to go beyond, then that that's where we're judging the team more in in, in these type of games, and. uh Hasn't been too good. Too good. So someone was joking that that they should just have Osorio for qualifiers and another coach for the international tournaments. Well, uh, call me you know, crazy, boys, <laughs> uh, but I, I I don't know if if, if y'all start noticing, but it seems like the the rotaciones are happening <clears throat> less and less. Yeah, mm. he he's he's got his he's got his uh. uh... I would say he's got his eight. There's probably a three, three couple, maybe three players that that are interchangeable or depending on 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 the matchups. Or but like, well, we're gonna see. We, man. we have a we have a real strong idea of who's gonna be playing. Ochoa's gonna be uh, the keeper. 
Um, I would I would figure Chicharito's probably going to start. Um, now that Tecatito's out, we'll probably see. I'm I'm assuming we'll see Vela. You want to hear? Uh, and then I'm thinking Chucky. You want to hear Martin's lineup? Sure. Well, that was Martin's lineup, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was cool. So Choa. Uh, yeah, Cho, like he said, and then up front, Chicharito, and he had Chucky, maybe Vela. But in the back, uh, Moreno and Araujo in the middle. And then Alvarez and Layun on the sides. HH, JDS, Reyes, Guardado. No, I don't think oh. that'll be it. What about I think, uh, uh, Tom's? I think Edson, I think Edson's going to be um, playing playing in the uh, in the mid in the midfield. I think Salcedo's going to be playing at the right back. Do you, do you uh, have Tom's uh, thing projected? Because he's been in Belgium for the past for the past days, and he's been pretty team. much. I think we'll see out. Ache, Ache and, and 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 Andres, and maybe Edson in the, in the, in the, in, the, in the mid. Wait, That's... let me let me see. Uh... Martin made the okay. argument. That'd be my guess. Is Martin in, in Belgium though, or he? Yeah, he is. Yes, he is. Okay, okay. Probably also checking out the the training sessions. He yes, made the so. midnight comment, so that's why he he brought in Nestor Araujo and, and Alvarez. I, I, I think that's why. Well, I mean, remember who plays for? I mean, for Bell. I mean, they got Lukaku, which is, you know, this guy well, is. Well, is the news is he hasn't been scoring. That doesn't mean anything. Well, sometimes, I mean, you know. You know, Mourinho, you know, he'll say that Mexican defense was the best thing that happened to us this season, you know, with, uh, with you know, when Lukaku gets a hat trick and, <laughs> you know, turns turns him around. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That'd be great. I was like, oh, man. Savvy. He just, he, he just roasted up Mexico. But, uh, yeah, but but he has been he has been using players uh, uh, more and more, for sure. So, you know, and they they said they said today they said, well, you know, we want to you know, we want to take possession as quickly as possible. We want to keep it. I'm sure thinking, I know that Belgium's good, but you know, sometimes letting the other team have possession is is not so bad. I mean, that's how you get stuck. You know, because, I mean, I don't know how many times I see uh, Jonathan dos Santos, you know, pressing way upfield, and there's nobody behind him. There's like a forty yard hole behind him. You know, let let them walk it up. Sometimes it's okay. It's definitely change, worth uh, changing it up at least every once in a while. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to pressure like that, I think that's fine. But make Chicharito pray. I bet you Chicharito, if it was on the wing, would be a hell of a. Good I think that's the how they have to play tomorrow, especially for those first fifteen yeah. twenty minutes, because they're going to be coming. Yeah, Chicharito hard. has to play defensive forward. <laughs> I mean, I'm being serious. It's uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, if they, if they want to play like that, where they pressure, they have just you know just pressure with your forwards. And, uh, you know, if, if, they, if they break the first line, then so be it. You know, but don't pressure with both because if they break it, then, you know. Then, then you have those guys that are constantly yeah, stuck in four on two, yeah. Man, I remember one of those, I think it might have been against Germany, where Araujo's just like, you see him, what one would assume was, was a sprint. But it just looked like it was in slow motion. <laughs> He's moving his legs as fast as he can. You know, like he's just jogging. It's like, it's like, like it looks like he's trying to go as fast as he can. I mean, he's straining. He's a thick dude, though, man. He's a tank. Yeah, yeah I mean, no, he is. But, but, but like, you don't that's want why guys, open space is the worst yeah. thing for a guy like him. You don't want guys to make a forty-yard run. You want guys to make a fifteen-yard run. You know where they can they can catch up. 
And uh, it's I think that's going to be the, the the big issue for this team is is are they going to be able to prevent giving giving up possession in the midfield? Because it seems like uh, more that, than anything that that's, that's a point on. No, I'm still here. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> he, he's got he's got multiple personalities today. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Um, I still think they're going to be good, man. I know, like, I have no reason to 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 think it, considering how how they've played against these better teams. But uh, I don't know. I guess I'm um. What do you call it, John? Uh, sunshine sunshine pumper. Yeah, sunshine pumper. Pumper. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, man. I I appreciate I appreciate the sunshine pump, Dan. I'm not gonna lie. It's uh. I mean, I mean, what else do we have? I mean, why you know what? It's. I think the Bel- the Belgium hype is a little much too. If you look at the World Cup, the the U.S. played all right against them. They struggled against. Uh, Dude, Belgium should have beat the U.S. A gajillion. I mean, they. I don't know how many times did they, they kick it. I mean, I know that Tim Howard had a great game, but some of those was. I mean, seriously, guys. Oh, uh, that one. Right? That one Julian guy almost could have scored, or he he missed like a sitter pretty much against Belgium, I believe. Well, he did score. It was Wondolowski that wouldn't miss a sitter, but he did miss. But I'm it. with you. I, I don't care what their rankings are. I, I'm I'm yet to be convinced by this team. That's why I honestly think that Mexico's got a still a decent shot at at, at getting a, a result. Yeah. What, what kind of what kind of result? Okay. So scenarios. So s- say Mexico plays well but loses three one. Would you be okay with that? Like, hey man, you know they they showed something, but you know the other ones. Like when Peter no. when Peter Crouch scores two goals on you in five minutes because he's six eight. Yeah, no, I I don't want them losing like that. I'd be okay if they lost by by a goal and they showed uh, at least gl- moments of, of of good football, cohesiveness. They came back and scored like a, a two goals or like a three to two loss. And keep in mind when it happens too, because I think the the the, the game's probably going to change drastically after the se- after the first half. So mostly, actually, I'm I'm hoping to see a really good first half with the starters are. Before they they make like a bunch of substitutions and, and change uh change the whole dynamic of the game. So good first half. How about that? A good first half. <laughs> yeah, I mean as long as long as they quit themselves well. I mean if they give up a goal, you know, so be it. But uh, you know, just just I I guess what I'm asking to is don't. Uh, you know, don't don't be down three nothing in the first twenty minutes like they were against Germany and Chile. Just let, 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 let's not do that. Now, now, gentlemen, I hate to rain on the parade. Well, you said you only had an I, hour in you in Hoyle, so. Uh... I'm, <laughs> uh, no, no. If 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 we see two bad games against Belgium <laughs> and then Poland, do we hit the panic button? Well, don't you want to see two bad games, Joel? No, no. I, w- I always want the team to do good. And no, no. Uh, by this point, by this point, it's. I mean, he's Osorio JCO. He's he's going to be the, so, the skipper, man. He's going to be in the hot seat. So all all these substitutions that he's been doing and, and trying to build for two teams, basically, is to go into the knockout rounds potentially in a in a in a, in a competition with with fresh legs. Well, I think it's not necessarily fresh legs as much as it is uh, knowing that he's going to have to make uh, cha- you know changes because of cards and other stuff. That you, that you have to be, 
be able to just plug in a guy and then the level doesn't go down that much. I think I, I think that that's to me what the main goal is in this whole thing. I think that's also why guys have been playing out of position. No, no, because I guess I'm more concerned with the with the second game because I I think that with this with this uh, with him feeling the strongest, I think it'll look okay. Uh, where I do think they they may struggle is, is with that probably the more the likely second squad that he's going to uh, suit up for against Poland. Where well, I don't know if we're we're that deep. What it, what it seems to me is there's just there's just one thing we have to look at in these games to determine how things are going to go. Yeah, you know how much space is 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 he willing to give up between the midfield and the defenders? And you know, is he willing to, to you know to keep the lines uh, closer together? Those two lines closer together, and you know, against against teams like this that can just that was some, some you guys are kind of guys are kind of mean. No, no. Straight ignored, ignored my question. <laughs> what was your question, Hoy? I think you, you know, might have been on mute or something. No, no. No, what was your I question? Said, uh, Did we go I off said that if, if if JCO has two bad results, do we hit the panic oh, button? I was, I was, I was, I was answering your question. What I'm saying is, is that my point is, has, if he hasn't learned that he has to be more pragmatic as far as defending against teams like this. Yeah. Then, then, yeah. Then, 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 then there's, there's nothing. You just have to just accept that. And there's nothing they can just hope the hell that, 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 they, that, that, that they can handle it. Yeah, because that, that's the one thing that he hasn't faced strong opposition throughout his whole run as right. manager. He's only had like four teams, you know, that were stronger, and he had one of the weakest hex that. I know some of you guys weren't agreeing with me until now. <laughs> Just bring that up. I've always tell that, you tell that, 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 tell that oh, to the Ron. US, or, or, Did I hear Ron? Yes, yes you did. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I, I know some of you guys were skeptical, but by the end it was pretty obvious some of these teams were just pretty bad. Uh, but he hasn't had that, you know, those big rivals that we, we could say, oh, you know, th- this right. guy knows what he's doing. He's... He's had it pretty easy, man. Well, but it's that's my point. Three analogy. When, he, when he has had the big ride, he has gone up against big teams. You know, I mean, I, I, at least at least he went seven four two. You know, as, as the goals, you know, <laughs> the Tila. But again, it it, it it just comes down to: is, is he going to leave his defense exposed again? And if and if he does, okay, then okay. you just have to. I mean, repeatedly, then then you realize that he hasn't learned anything, and is he gonna, it's going to get gonna put wingers as centrales because they're tall. Right. Exactly. What what worries me is the uh, the talk you know, that, that I've been hearing that they're even considering him up going to 2018 uh, the not the next World Cup the following cycle. <laughs> uh, I read an article about Desio de Maria. Oh, I'm man, like, Nessio. oh Jesus! His nickname is Nessio Ron. Nessio. I hope not. I hope not. No way. I think it depends on uh... Mexico's an incapable. Yeah. Incapable of letting a, a coach stay. I think that's just to calmar las aguas, you know, to to give them some tranquility. Not only that, but it's also it's also a message cup. to the U.S. saying, "You know, I have to up your ante if you want to get me." Actually, some, too. some people I think will hit the panic button. Like if if Rigo was here and or Johnny Rico, I'm sure they would. Say, <laughs> I'm sure both of them. Would say, 
get rid of him. I think they pressed that button long ago. Guys, I don't think they can reach. I don't think they can hit the panic button because they don't have, uh, you know, we don't have thumbs for animals. Remember. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like I, I I sort of agree. But I think it's too late. I think he needs to stay along. He needs to stay with the with the team until the and finish the cycle. Even though he, even though they do do bad in these two games or whatever. Uh, whereas other people, yeah, there's, yeah. Do you mean by panic meaning like let's get rid of them like now? Yeah, exactly. I think, I, think, I think Rigo. Oh, that, that'd be ridiculous. Rigo and Johnny Rico would want him out after these two games if they did bad. Well, a lot of the at the end of the day, at the end of the day, though, no matter who they bring in, because I know that, and I wanted to respond earlier when some, I don't know who said that, like, uh, they should have just brought him in for for the for the hex and then bring in another coach. <laughs> but you have two coaches, one for international what, tournament. Okay. And one just but, for the hicks. That would that would be like <laughs> I mean it is funny, but it doesn't really hold water because every one of those guys, every one of his predecessors has come up short. Every one of them. Yeah, yeah. Every single one of them. So no, and, and the hex changes just because you do good so, in one. But, and I, but I think the way the way the the way the the draws panning out, the way his team naturally tends to beat the teams they should beat, the, the teams that, are, that they are better than, they, they tend to win those games. I think they're going to they're gonna qualify into the, out of the group stage relatively, not easily, but they're going to relatively comfortably as much as you can. And, and it's going to be a coin toss to, to determine who, who, whether they, they go past it. And I don't think it's going to be so much because of him. I, don't, I, I just think it's going to be a... a Largely luck, and and if the players find themselves playing in, in in good form at that point, because he didn't learn anything. He, I don't think he's learned anything. I think they're going to be play, taking those huge chances all, and and I think the team's just going to be a ticking time bomb, and we'll see whether or not they're able to hold off and limit the damage, um, game to game. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna see if if, the, if those bad results come in. There's going to be meltdown in the Mexican media. Is that? I mean, does does Mex? What's going to be a bad result? I mean, are they going to get skunked like four zero five zero? Is that what you consider a bad result, or just or just two losses? The losses and 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 you know the style points, John, and the and the way you play. Yeah, the style points. So yeah, getting left left would would probably leave us all kind of hopeless. I mean, I'm kind of like eighty percent there about like how we're going to. Doing in the, in the World Cup, getting getting whooped for two in two games away from the comfort of the U.S. and Mexico, it'll just like cement mine. Like, all right, like you can't fire him because he he sucked at two friendlies, but this World Cup's <laughs> gonna suck. Yeah, it's like just to, just lower your expectations. But John, that, honestly, I mean, guys, John, guys, guys, you remember ninety seven, ninety eight? La Fuente took the team in November. Oh, okay? they were terrible. But 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 here's the thing, and this is and this goes back to playing, having your having your players and playing them in their positions because La Puente caught crap when he didn't take Hermosillo and a couple other people, but he got he brought in his people that he played with that he knew with like like Belais and Cuauhtémoc and Matador and and guys that he had played with, and he was very pragmatic. Now, granted, there was a little rough patch in, in, in the beginning. I mean, besides besides Piojo Piojo and and and, and uh, La Puente. Those are probably the best 
in terms of play, you know, I, I, I'd say probably in, in history, in terms of how they played both in 98 and in, in 2014, they played really well. And and those teams came in, you know, as as as, as, as what do you, what do you call them? Bomberos. I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready for my Tuca to come in and 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 perform the 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 I would not be scared if we pay, if we press the panic button and and bring in Tuca. You know. Well, but again, but what's but 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 what what presses the panic button? Losing four or five, or losing one zero, and having like ten. I, I, I think I think getting getting outscored. You know, I'd say you know three three goals to nothing. You know, you know having something ridiculous and also playing bad. So playing yeah. badly and, and just just and just proving that you're nowhere near where you think where the people yeah. think they where, where the and some fans no, think what, they are. It wouldn't be just those two games, like like we you know like no, we said earlier against the top teams. He's only won one game, and it was a uh, Uruguay that was just in poor form. Um, so he's just his track record is just looking bad. Well, I mean, again, it, to, to me, it all boils down to whether or not he's uh, uh, learned his uh, his lessons. And if he hasn't, then, then it's, then it's going to be it's going to be a long it's going to be a long <laughs> tournament. I mean, that's just the reality. I'm I'm I question I question because there's been other better coaches that have been fired for less, you know, and and I question if if the Royal Rumble that's been going on in the MF you know in the federation yeah be- between the you know the the different factions, I'm wondering if that is if that is why as long as he has because of because like everyone's distracted. I I really I'm I really question that I really do. Yeah, no, there is, there is, a, and and you know, like the one faction that was trying to get rid of him got dealt a pretty mighty blow by Televisa. So that was a grupo, the grupo Pachuca, who were still going after Bielsa and and trying to get other guys. And then they had Iguera, they had Iguera on their corner. And then when the when the voting came, Iguera went with. Yeah. They, he bent the knee, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he bent the knee to Televisa and. Uh, that just yeah. it drove yeah. a wedge right there, man. So I mean, but I, yeah, I've, I've, I've thought about that. It's like, how is it that this coach, unknown? Let's be honest. <clears throat> Granted, I knew of him in, in MLS, obviously in Puebla and stuff like that. But it's not like I never really thought <laughs> much of this guy. Coach that unknown who hasn't really fit, done really well against top, like you know you say uh, against top teams. Yeah, and, and 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 a weekend and a weekend Concacaf. I, I I don't see how this guy's been able to 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 hold the job as long as he has. Because he kept winning in the hex. But the, you know, but even La Volpe did that. You know, even La Volpe did that. And and I don't and I don't think that that's the standard. In, well, La Volpe, uh, La Volpe's should... team peaked in the '05 Confet, and then it. So I mean, they had already. You know they had the, the they started the hex real hot and then kind of coasted toward the end. Yeah, you know what? The, yeah. Doing good in in this hex is gonna hurt us a bit because next hex is gonna be stronger. Some of these teams that were kind of weak, they're gonna be better off. We already saw some improvements in teams well, like you know, Honduras think, I, and and even US is gonna be stronger. 
I think the U.S. Gonna... will be stronger. I think a couple other teams. I think Panama yeah. is going to be on the decline. I think they're. I think they're generational. Yeah, they're, they're exactly. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to be a, a mix and match. Of... I'll tell you what. Look out for Curacao. I think that they have a really good. Team. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I, I am. You're Dan, not you... kidding. Oh, Dan, man. You... I was going to. I was going to say uh, Trinidad and Tobago actually showed up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, showed some glimpses of some pretty good play. Those last two games against the U.S. and Mexico, they because uh, no, Curacao you know, wasn't eligible. They looked pretty good uh, in in the hex until this last time, and they made the Gold Cup. And they, they're, they're a pretty decent. I mean, they're a team that could that could easily make you know with I, with way the draw worked to make the final six. And and not only that, but after this is the last hex anyway. This next one, after that, what five teams are going to qualify from from Concacaf? Yeah, so there won't be a hex anymore. It's going to be the most boring. No. It's gonna it's gonna be even worse as far it won't, as it won't be coming on though. It'll be like on a on a motor cart. <laughs> Dude, it won't be coming on. You know what it'll be? It'll be it'll be in uh, one of those guys on the. Uh, it'll be rickshaw. <laughs> exactly, one of those bicycle rickshaw guys. Caminamos en avalancha. You guys ever had one of those in Mex? The avalancha. No, it's like I, a go kart. It's pretty I mean, much a go kart. By the way, the uh, the World Cup ball was released today. How how disappointing is the uh, is, is, is is the World Cup ball? I don't know if oh, you guys are into those. Telstar, I am. I am. I like the designs. They always have like a pretty unique design. So yeah, so you, the Telstar. Like... No, no, no. It it looks. It looks plain. It looks like indoor soccer. Or I I didn't see it, John. I mean, I think the worst one was the one in two thousand two. Yeah, I don't like that one either. This this one is is is, is up there with it. It's just basically, Ron. It just looks like it has a bunch of. It, it's a white ball that has black uh, like smudges, a, like like a, like an eight bit rhombus. If that I just sense. saw it. Yeah, it's it, it's. I mean, I mean, I've always, you know, the, you know, the tango to me was just what a what a, oh, what, a yeah. what a beautiful ball. Tango. The Aztec one was pretty similar. Yeah, the Azteca had the, the Aztec, Aztec. Uh, pattern was, which, and then they had they used the same one, you know, up until '98. They just had like like the Etrusco had the there was a Roman thing in it, and then they had the the oh, Cuestra. Yeah. Etrusco. The we, Cuestra Roman. was the one here, wasn't it? Hey, which is which is when the you know the classic one, which is with the the black and white. Oh, that's the uh, that's the original Telstar. All right, but I mean, what do you, do you guys know? What World Cup they yeah, played? Yeah, nineteen seventy was the first time they used. Oh, it. yeah, that one was classic. You know, I think they try to incorporate that classic style with a with like a a modern touch, and yeah, I didn't. Yeah, it's just not very exciting. It it yeah. no work. It no worky. If I'm not mistaken, I think they did that for one reason because of the television, the 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 the, the bucking the bucky ball. I think I think it had to do something. The reason they went with that is because of the of, because it, the way it was going to be televised. Yeah, it was, it was well. It was the first one in color, which right? Is why right. they called it the Telstar? Yeah, because the Telstar satellite is, is, is what made made it possible ah. for people to receive uh, color TV or the color TV yeah. signal. So that's why the well, that's why the ball is called the Telstar. But I'm sure that the, that the actual design of the ball was was done so that people could follow it easier yeah. on TV. Yeah. Well, for years and up until up until uh, FIFA has this thing where the teams have to wear like uh, like like really contrasting colors. It looks like they're going away from that finally. That uh, you know, you know, people now with HDTV, I think that people can tell the difference between you know red and green. 
<laughs> so, um, hopefully that'll be the so. So you guys thinking uh, two? So you guys thinking two bad games and he's gone bringing Tuca and uh, let's go. <laughs> I don't, honestly, I don't I don't know if he'll get sacked. So uh, panic button was just uh, I meant it in personal terms. Like, right. are you you know? But I I really don't know. Um, uh, like Ron said, it, it's been a bit surprising how he's last longer. Well, but that's the we're, thing. We're not used to this. He kept winning. He kept winning in the hex. I mean, we talked about it every every time it would come up. It's like, how many points does he have to make before, you know, they, yeah. they cut? And he passed every single one of those tests. Yeah, but, I mean, he did bad. I agree. In, that's, know, why, that's, why, that's why you can't really rationalize getting rid of him at yeah. this point. I mean, Joel, if he, if he would have gone, if he would have gone a game like Chile – that goes two games without getting a point, then yeah, I think they would have fired him for sure. And I think, and I think like it, it could potentially affect the team negatively, like from a psychological standpoint. I mean, if 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 they're in, if they're if they're bought in, completely in right now at this point, why would you want to rock the boat with so little time to actually give them a chance to to a, a chance to play with under another coach? Well. Yeah, well, here's the thing. I th- I think that I don't think any of the players like the rotaciones. Although what they say, what they say publicly and all that, you know, I think that's just for for keeping the peace. But I, I think I think it was a comment that Bibi Valderrama, you know, said that it's like, why the hell am I going to get rotated if I score? You know, if I play well on the weekend and score and stuff like that, why am I going to get benched and rotated the following game? You know, a different. You know, he, he was a little bit more. Uh, in, in the way he said it. And, and I think that, I mean, I think that's just a natural human emotion. It's like, if you're doing well, if you're playing well, it's like, why the hell am I going to get rotated the following game? Because the, because as a coach, I need man, you got to have intelligence and know what players match up to your opponents. And I think that's, like, yeah, but, 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 but being cute, being cute other teams have, other teams have won, you know, playing, you know, I don't want to say iron, you know, I, you know, but they've they've played you know many many games throughout the the calendar year with the base and, and stuff like that. But I I I, I don't buy the, what the players say that. Well, Ron, you know, they're, they're... let's say that Osorio has has you know, this happens, and then he has you know he has the three World Cup games right, or he has the game in March. You know, and and you know people keep saying you know what if what if the bad games here and it doesn't happen, but it finally happens like in the second game of the World Cup where they need in the third game. To, to you know to win to qualify, do you fire Osorio after the second game then? Of what? If if if, if they play well in the first game but loop but miserable in the second game of the World Cup, but could still qualify for the next round of third game, so do you fire him after the second game? <laughs> At that point, he's already there. Is is is, is 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 that is that when the firing should happen? Uh, I, I don't I, I don't know, John. I, I mean, it's like. You just fire, just wait till the wait till okay. the, the, the can you the come tournament. can you come to Russia, coach us through the rest of this. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, again, I've always thought that, uh, and you know, if it, it's Mexico and 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 bad results are bad for business, and um... but but here's here's the thing, and and, and I guess the one good thing. People realize, you know, we always had this. This, I guess, it's like, oh, only in Mexico do we have this this carousel of coaching changes and stuff like that. That it's it happens not. everywhere. Yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> it's everywhere. So it, it's not just a problem in Mexico or in Mexican football. It, it happens, you know, all over. And, you know, like, you know, uh, like Tavares, you know, from Uruguay, who's already been there for a long time. Those, those are the exceptions. They're not the rule, you know. And uh, in, in the, at the national team, you know, level and stuff like that. But I just, I, you know, sticking with a, you know, a coach just for the sake of doing so or sticking with the, with, the, with the system just for the sake of doing so, you do have to monitor both the results, the progress, how you play the game. You know, uh, and and uh, like I think, and I think I told you this. This you know what happened to me. You know, baseball terms. Uh, what happened to me? You know, when when I was a kid. I mean, I, I was having a really pretty bad month playing uh, playing games and stuff like that. And for some, I was still surprised that the coach was playing me. You know, in, in practice, like I said, I mean, I wouldn't blame you if you benched me. And he, you know, he just kind of laughs it off, and he says, "You're doing everything well." It's like, what are you talking about? Like the way you're swinging, and I was seeing line drives, but unfortunately, there's nine other players that that are trying to get you out. And in retrospect, I mean, I was hitting the ball where I was supposed to. I was, you know, you know, hitting opposite side. I was pulling when I was needing to, but I was hitting line drives. I wasn't hitting like you know Texas leaguers or, or you know, you know, can of corns and stuff like that or dying quails. I was hitting the ball really hard. It's just. I think that you know, if 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 you're playing the game, if if Osorio was if Osorio was generating a lot, or the team was generating a lot of chances and stuff like that, and playing well, I, I would be a little bit more sympathetic with the results. But I'm not really liking. I'm not really liking. You, you would be willing to accept the, the the lapses in the back if they if they're doing well up front. Not not just the back. I I, I would look at everything. Not just you know, the, the, I would look at the defense. I would look at just at, at everything. How how Chicharito? Oh, because you know. there's gonna there's gonna be lapses in the back. <laughs> well, that's 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 not that's not just Osorio. I mean that that, that I mean, that's I mean that's how the U.S. used to get us all the time. I mean, so that's not that's not just Osorio. That's but tend to be a little bit more, I guess, open. And I think you know as to how he plays the game. I think he sometimes he plays just too much by the by 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 you know the, the X and O's and he forgets that you know there's people that have to that are on the field. I think he sometimes he's a little bit too too technical. Um, well, he's very stubborn, unfortunately, stubborn to yeah. a fault. Yeah, and he has yeah. a system, and it's it's not, and, and that's why I'm saying. I mean, it's although although I know that we were talking about folks that are. I know that Tom's over there and Martin's over there, and Martin did say that 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 there was. Uh, a possibility that they was actually going to play with four midfielders instead of three, which, you know, oh my god, uh, you know, you know, bringing a bring bringing an actual defensive midfielder, so we'll and I have two of them. Two con, yeah, two contenciones. Well, you know, I love Achiachi, and I think he's a great player, this and that, but but he does not come back. He does not defend uh, like both, like like a guy that, that should. He just doesn't, and he's and that's okay. That's not his position. You know, I'm 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 okay with that, but just don't don't ask him to do that. And it re- it reminds me of, uh, of of in the Olympics when 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 Herrera played in the Olympics, and when he played with Salcido, they were both wanting to do the same thing, and it just, they looked terrible. They're bringing Chaton. Chaton lets Herrera do what he wants, do what he does best, and then he's you know stays back and is the stopper. And uh, and and then they did a thousand times better every every time Chaton came in. And Herrera. 
So let Diego Reyes do that. You know, let him be the straight up stopper or or or, or uh, the the America kid. If if he's going to play with, but if he comes back, you know, with a four three three and lets uh, you know Herrera, you know, press in the in Mexico's attacking third, you know, and leave a fifty yard hole between him and Nestor Araujo, I mean, it's it's going to be a problem. Because you know these the Belgians are pretty good. You know they 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 can spot things like that and take advantage of them and create a four on one and you know in ten seconds, five seconds. That's what the, I'm worried. The Belgians about. have the Belgians have really stepped up their game in the past couple of years. They have. I they, I, uh... I, 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 I uh, at the 2010 World Cup, I the most boring game I've ever been to in my entire life. Was a Bel- Belgium uh, uh, versus Denmark? Out of that match was the uh, what? What's that? What is it called? The guerrilla marketing? When those girls oh, like yeah. <laughs> those girls that uh, they were promoting the, a different beer, like they were all dressed in. Oh, but that was Holland. Like... That was Holland, not Belgium. Was it? Was it? Was it Holland? Yeah, Belgium didn't make the two, the 2010 World Cup. No, what was it? What was it? Was it Belgium? No, no. So sorry, that was Holland. Holland versus Denmark. For some reason, I thought it was Belgium. I, I, I forgot. Now, Belgium did play in one of the great World Cup games uh, in history, in, in of all places, Puebla. Puebla? Against, uh, against the Russians. In, uh, in, were you there? In, in, I was not in 1986. Uh, but I remember watching it on TV, and it, it was one of those games where people that could give two snots about soccer we're watching it and we're totally hooked because it was just end to end and it goes in extra time and the extra time is end to end and it ended 4-2 in favor of Belgium. But even at 4-2, both goalies had just unbelievable saves. They're just, just a terrific game. So uh, if y'all ever get a chance or even watch the, uh, and the highlights, it's a, uh, it's a pretty remarkable game. They, they ended up, that was the, the year where they lost to Mexico in the yeah. group stage, but made it to the semifinals and then got, got Maradona, uh, when he scored his his really uh, great, uh, Negrete first. scored his goal, his famous goal off of them. If I'm not recalling, right? Negrete, yeah, he well, uh, one of them for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one the, that scissor kick. Uh, no, Negrete got that against Bulgaria. The uh, was, was it Bulgaria? Ugo, Ugo scored his one and only World Cup goal against Belgium. Yeah, yeah, that uh, header. Yeah, when uh, when Basco flicked it to him, and he uh, just happened to be there. Yeah, they and uh, Fernando Quirarte scored the other one. Yeah. They were, and they and they also Mexico actually also beat uh, Belgium in the 1970 World Cup too. So yeah, we we would we faced them with a total of three times in the World Cup, I think. Yeah, in, and in 98, uh, 98. Man, that 98 game is still one of my favorite games ever. Yeah, with Klaus, nice sleeping goal. Oh, and then uh, Gabrito having a chance to to finish it off at the end, and yeah, just uh, just a great great game, a great comeback. Uh, God, Megan, that was a talented team. What a great team that was in 1918. Just, just, just guys playing at the at the best of their abilities. Now, who was it that that uh, didn't play and that was uh, suspended from for yellow cards, and so they had to bring in uh, the guy against was it Hermann V against Germany? I forget who the guy was that had to come out. Because of the yellow cards, and I think that that's one of the reasons why Osorio is, is is doing what he's doing with the rotaciones. I do think that that he is just preparing guys for situations that might happen down the road. Because I think even Osorio is smart enough to realize that you know what the, the level of Concacaf is shit, and I have to. I know that I have to step up my game when I play these other teams. 
But wouldn't you do it with those units at the club level? It's, well, I mean, of course, it's, it's, you have to. I mean, especially the ones that play, you know, three and four tournaments a year. Absolutely, you have to. I mean, you're playing, you know, upwards of 70 games. You have to do it then. Uh, I mean, again, I mean, what, 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 one of the things we talked about before you got on, Ron, was that uh, – was oh, and by the way, I, I feel, you know, I feel I don't want to neglect my duties here. Or so, you mean – <laughs> but uh, he has been rotating people less and less. You know, I know that the New Zealand thing was, and I think that that was just blind. I mean, if if that would have been Chile or Cameroon, I don't think he would have changed nine guys in a tournament like that. I think it was because it was New Zealand. But he looked so bad doing it. Mexico, I mean, the Mexico looked bad. Yeah, I mean, you do that in the third game after you've qualified. Yeah. Which is what 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 most what most folks do. But uh, but again, I mean, it was, you know, whatever. I don't, you know, it, it'll all depend on the draw. But I but I do think that uh, I don't think that we'll see an eight eight nine man change. Of course, that could be crazy. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it'll happen. But. Uh, to the Croatia loss, I think, with four Croatia one to won. Croatia won four one over to Greece, and uh, uh, Switzerland got a, a, a an away win to Northern Ireland one zero. Switzerland's a good team, and they, uh, I think, whoever what the the coach was, uh, I think it was Portugal or whoever the coach of the group that that beat Switzerland, uh, or came in first, Switzerland came in second, said said Switzerland will be in the way. He says that this is you know we just. They're 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 too good not not to make it. So he said. So fully expect Switzerland to make. And I want to say if, if they win, I think that they're going to be a guy. I said a city, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So that they have they have a pretty good team right now, the Swiss. So they're going to be they're going to be seated. You know what? Let me I let me check. They were seated in the last one. So okay, okay. which is just frankly just ridiculous. And then tomorrow, but, what Italy, Italy plays? Uh, Italy plays uh, Sweden. Sweden tomorrow. Oh, that's right. That's right. Buffon and Slatan. That's right. That's right. Um, and, then, and then Ireland plays uh, whoever they have to play on on, uh, on Friday. On, and then Peru also on plays. Saturday, I think Saturday. Honduras and, and, and Peru play tomorrow as well, I believe. Right. Uh, Honduras plays tomorrow, and then Peru plays. For us, it'll be tomorrow, but it'll be uh, like you know the next day in in New Zealand. You care who qualifies, John? Pardon me? You care who qualifies out of those two? Like Peru? Uh... I mean, I would like to see Peru go. I, I forgot that they that they were awarded three points in the Conmebol because uh, of, of, of a game that Bolivia had to forfeit, a game that they <laughs> yeah. lost to zero. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that that is, wow. Chile, compl- Chile also, you know, had they not complained, they would have gone to the World Cup if I'm mistaken, correct? Well, yeah, they would have, but uh, I mean, uh, I mean, but that's something that's out of their control. Chile yeah. had had two games that they that they lost, uh, and 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 then before the last two rounds, they cost them. I mean, all they do is get one point out of those two games, and they would have made it. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, they can't they can't control stuff. They can't control, but they can't control they didn't, and uh, yeah. that's what cost Chile more than anything else. I mean, I, I mean, again, I mean, I'm, I'm a, you know, I'm romantic. I mean, I want to see, I want to see Peru back in the World Cup. But they got one of the one of the great uniforms of uh, of the uh, of the international game, 
with the franja roja. And then when they go, occasionally they'll go the all red with white, and that just looks badass. I think that 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 to me is just one of the one of the great looks. Uh, it's a, it's a team that is instantly identifiable by their uniform. Yeah, I think that that's that, that's where the U.S. misses. I think. I mean, every single time they have a different look for a World Cup, and you have no idea. I mean, you would have no idea who they are. They they, they don't have a. I, I always wondered why. It, it you're right because it is you know uh, you know that the jersey is really nice. They have a really nice jersey, but right. Are they going to be all why. white? Are they going to be all red? Is it all blue? Is it red, red, white, and blue? Is it red and white, blue and white? It, it just always, yeah. Like El Chavo del Ocho or Don Ramon, he had a Peru little banner in his room. Do you remember? I mean, I used to watch Chavo all the time, but I don't. But I don't. I don't. I don't remember that. Yeah, because yeah, there were there were times where he, for some reason, they would switch it. Like they'd switch it to like Necaxa, Toluca. You'd see sometimes you'd even see Peru in there and stuff like that. So yeah, they did have a really no. I mean, Peru, Peru made a not. They made a lot of fans in Mexico in the nineteen seventy World Cup. I mean, they they played really well. And you remember them? Do you remember the watching them in eighty two? I they played okay. Now they gave Italy a good game in eighty two because they tied one one. And uh, but they lost to Poland five to one. Uh, that was when Lato had a. I think they got a hat trick on him. But okay. uh, but I, I remember seventy eight. I mean, that, that's where I thought they were just really. But then they played uh, Argentina and Peru and I, or uh, Brazil and lost a combined ten zero to both. It was uh, unfortunate for them. But uh, but I do remember them. I mean, absolutely. That, that's one of the reasons why I want to see them again. I just you know it's uh, it's uh, the you know hopefully they'll uh, they'll I don't know if they'll bring that brand back. But uh, it's just good to have them back. This, you know, you know I, I saw a couple. I saw a couple of their games. I was really surprised that this. You know, I, I I would have expected the team like the Peru team when they had Pizarro and they had El Chori. What's El Chori Palacios? There was. I mean, I thought they had a pretty good team. You know, but they would they, they would eventually. I mean, they would start crumbling. You know, but they, I mean, they had really really good players. You well, know, they had that Claudio Pizarro. They had Norberto Solano. That was that was that played at Newcastle yeah. for how long? Like ten years. Had a solid career there. Yeah, they did have good play. It just it was weird. By the way, did, wasn't Peru the team that 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 got their result by 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 the guy shot at, on a, on an indirect free kick at the goalie and the goalie lets it hit his hands into the net and and that's how they got their equalizer. <laughs> I, I believe you're right. <laughs> hey, you know. You know, of course, I, I was doing the you know air quotes. So they get they get a forfeited three points, and they get a as a gifted a goal as you could possibly get. You know, you know, it's one of those Amazon like an Amazon Prime goal where you get you know something the very next day. You know, without having to pay. It just it just seemed like it was a, it was a very nice, a very very fortuitous play for for Peru to get that. No, but I would like to see, I mean, that's, uh, to Honduras and Australia, uh, you know, I would like to see Honduras do well, but I, I don't like the fact, I don't, I don't understand how it is that Honduras can play like beast, you know, just, just great, gigantic, you know, confident beasts against the U.S. and Mexico and then play like minnows against everybody else. I, I don't get that. That's because they hate Mexico. They want to show. But that, but that's fine. I mean, I mean, hey, but but I mean, why can't you have that same attitude against, you know, against uh, against Switzerland or again, you know, it just, 
Whatever. So, so if that's the case, then then I'd, I'd rather see Australia personally. Now, Italy or Sweden, Ron? You you want you want you want uh, who do you want to have their have their last shot? Ibra or or uh, or or Gigi? It's a tough one. I wish I wish they didn't have to play each other. It sucks. That would be that would make it uh, Slatan. He he missed the last World Cup, if I'm mistaken. He did. But but Gigi has a chance to uh to to go the full Dinos off on us. Not it would be his fifth. It would be it would, it would be his fifth World Cup. Buffon. He would be along with Carvajal. Carvajal and uh, Lothar. You kind of have to consider though the potential. Who would you rather face? You know. If, if if it came to it, I would rather face Italy, honestly. Yeah, me too. Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. because I because I because I think that Mexico would be more inclined to to, to concentrate and play better against that type of team than Sweden. I think they would let I think they let their guards down a little. Just like Honduras, just like we were talking about Honduras. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather, I'd rather, believe it or not, I'd rather face Italy. And honestly, I'd, I'd, I'd rather have a World Cup with Italy than, uh, than given the choice in Italy. I personally would prefer Italy, just because when when Italy gets going, they are as unstoppable as a team that can that wins one zero can be. I mean, they, they all right. So they have the uh, the Telstar on Univision right now, and it's uh, it is definitely digital splotches. That I guess that I guess is what it, it looks like the uh, the original the digital version of or, or what I would consider the eight bit version of the uh, of the original Telstar. So I guess now, that's what we're going for. Now, the thing with correct me if I'm wrong, but Italy also didn't qualify out of the group stages in the last World Cup, right? The last two World Cups, exactly. In fact, I, I th- if I recall, I think my first Twitter messages were. I want to say as I was watching the Italy game uh, versus what was it Slovenia, Slovakia, Slovakia, Slovakia. That's who it was. That's because yeah, that was it was U.S. Slovakia. It was Italy, Slovakia, and in uh, with New Zealand, and they tied. Yeah, but that, you know, I'm and, talking in 2010 and 2010. Yeah, it was Paraguay, New Zealand, and Slovakia were in their group. And Paraguay uh, and Slovakia no. qualified. No, no, no. What, what year are you talking about? 2010. No, no, 2010. Uh, two, 2006. Right, they right. were with the U.S. But you, yeah, they, that, that was U.S. That was, yeah, that was that, that's right because they played the U.S. U.S. Ghana and, and I forget who the other team. Was. Oh, uh, Czech, the Czech Republic. Yeah, the Czech Republic. It's uh, three nothing. I think the Czech beat uh, the U.S. If I'm mistaken. They did, and uh, they also. Uh, but then Ghana beat the Czechs. You know, Ghana's not going to be in the World Cup, and I think that's just terribly sad. I think that that's really unfortunate, that uh, that the way that Africa does their... Uh... They did get screwed over, didn't they? Yeah, they just got put in a really... Well, you know what? Their group wasn't really that that difficult, but... Uh, no, no, I'm talking about had, the, had... Uh, the, that penalty. Was it Was it Ghana? Was it... Oh, you mean the goal? The goal that they got was where it wasn't offside, and they called it offside. Yeah, that was that they got totally screwed. Yeah, it was like something about a penalty towards the end. I think, uh, like, I, I read about there was two games that were very, very controversial. 
I think one of them affected Ghana, right? Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. That it ended up like that for them. But there will be uh, – the, if there's going to be a, a, a World Cup debuter, it's going to be – it's going to come out of Africa, outside of Iceland. So that, that could happen. You got Panama, you got Iceland, and you said there's going to be a new one, right? Oh, yeah. I forgot about Panama. And, uh, yeah, Panama, Iceland, and possible well, possibly. It depends on who uh, – I know that Tunisia has a real good chance. Uh, Tunisia's, Tunisia's been in the World Cup. In fact, they beat us, I think, in – Yeah, I know, I know. But uh, but I'm I'm just, yeah. I'm just letting you know who has a really good chance of a uh, of, of of qualifying out of Africa. So it would be t- uh, I think to either Senegal or South Africa. I think have a good chance. I think that it's like Burkina Faso or the Cape Verde Islands are the ones that have uh, out you know pretty decent ch- outside chances of me. You know things could go a certain way. I mean it's so unpredictable. I mean that has to be the most unpredictable region of uh, of them all because I mean the teams are you know somewhat evenly matched. Oh, and I and yeah, so so uh, we'll see how that. Uh, let me see who's playing in Africa tomorrow. I can I can call it up uh, here momentarily. And and Ireland plays. Uh, man, I forget who is it that Ireland plays in in Europe. It, it, they play on Saturday. It's the last. It's it's the last of the four in Europe. Oh, Denmark. Denmark. So. And see, that's another one where I, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with either. You know, uh, you know, they've, they've both. Uh, the Irish obviously would be more entertaining. Than the, although the Danes are pretty good, the Danes are very polite. The Irish are just, you know, they're a lot of fun. I would have loved to have been in Orlando with the Dutch and the Irish during the '94 World Cup. That would have been one hell of a party. You, you know what, John? It's funny. It's funny you say. It's funny you say that because I mean, I guess it was so boring. I forgot. But I, for some reason, I wanted. I wanted to say it was Belgium, but no. I was in two thousand six. Uh, I didn't go to. I didn't go to Mexico's third game when they play. They played against Portugal. I didn't go to that one. I went to Mexico, Iran, and I went to Mexico, uh, uh, Angola, because I'd figured that Mexico had, would be qualified by then. You know, since you know we were seated and everything, right? And I and I got you know tickets, media tickets to go to uh, Argentina. It was because the same day you could only go, you could only attend one match. So I I decided to I opted for Argentina, you know, uh, Netherlands, and it's like I was like disappointed, and then like it's like I've seen the Netherlands play three times in the, in, in the World Cup, and it's like every time I see them, it's like dude, I, I get I'm like disappointed, you know, because you know they play boring, right. Okay, so here's here's the deal in in Africa. At, at uh, Tunisia, they're up by three points. Uh, so, but they don't have the goal. Dif- uh, they do have the goal differential too. Uh, so uh, they have a pretty good chance to get in. Nigeria is already qualified. Uh, Morocco uh, and Ivory Coast. So they're two teams that have played in the World Cup before. Uh, they have nine and eight points. So one of them will make it. And then here's that group I was talking about. It's Senegal and Burkina Faso. But I just saw another Senegal and, and South Africa have to replay a game because the referee what? was. Uh, that, oh, that's the one. That's the yeah, one. Right? The referee was uh, was was found guilty of match fixing, <laughs> so the, the result was thrown out. And so they have to replay that. This and then then then, then, then they'll all play on Tuesday to determine who wins. Uh, who wins. So that could be either Senegal, Burkina Faso, or Cape Verde Islands, or the, or the teams that are in the in the running there. And Egypt has made it. So it turns out it'll yeah it'll only be uh, Burkina Faso or Cape Verde that could be a, 
a new and another another World Cup uh, debutante. Everybody else is already. Does, does, Afri- the, the, does the African Federation still use the World Cup qualifiers as a means to qualify also for the their continental championship? The like African the... Nation, I think the African Nations Cup. I think everybody. Uh, but but it wouldn't surprise me if they do it. I mean, and that, that that's actually a really fun tournament. I like watching that too. That is a fun tournament to watch. Um, I've, there, seen, a couple, I've seen a couple games. matches. The only thing is, is that they get really tight toward the end, which is unfortunate because the the group stage and stuff. Man, they are they are just they're just it's it's fun, but uh, the pucker factor definitely uh, sets in as it does in every tournament. Uh, they're they're uh, in the in, in the later rounds, so the games aren't as entertaining. But uh, the first time I ever saw one, Ron, I was in uh, Europe. I was in Paris, and it was the I think it was between uh, Ghana and Ivory Coast. It was a final. And it went, it went to penalties, and they went to like the thirteenth or fourteenth round. It was crazy of, of penalties because they just when they'd make, they'd make; when they'd miss, they 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 would both miss or both make. It was nuts. And I remember watching it with uh, with my my sponsor, and he's like, "J'ai jamais vu ça." He just couldn't he couldn't believe it. He said, "Whoa!" It just, Ooh, la, la. <laughs> it was uh, it was pretty entertaining. So I, I've been kind of hooked on that tournament ever since. And now you can actually watch it. So I mean, yeah, I always yeah. really look for highlights, but it's just yeah, it's. Uh, now, quick, quick, now, if I'm not mistaken, in, in Africa, the, the the team the most, or at least the most winning team, what is Egypt, right? I think they've won the most African Nations Cups. Yeah, they have. And then it's Ghana, right? I think it's Ghana, and then it's either Cameroon or I, I think it's either again then Cameroon or Ivory Coast after that, or maybe even uh, Tunisia too. They've I know that they've won a handful. And Tunisia, of course, was the first African team to ever win a World Cup match. And I watched the highlights last night. I don't know why I did this to myself, but. Uh, <laughs> 78? Yeah. Here's a trivia question. I don't know if people are still on, but uh, who uh, was the uh, so the official supplier? Who made the uniforms for Mexico in 1978? Uh, it was an American company. Reebok American? No, uh, this was yeah. The Reebok wasn't was the Reebok is British, but uh, when it first started, but it wasn't uh, it wasn't around then. It it couldn't have been the bigger clothing company in the U.S. I'll I'll give you that hint. At yeah. at that time, at that time, Levi's. Yes, sir. <laughs> really? Uh, Levi's. Oh Seriously? shit! Oh, <laughs> yeah. What's his name? The dude from Pumas. The dude from Pumas. And he he was in commercials with Levi's. Cuellar. Ah. Uh, yeah, Leonardo Cuellar. I should have known that. Yep. That was a crazy guess. No, but I mean, that's what it was. Yeah, I mean, back then, Levi's was the, you know, top or one of the top uh, brands. And yeah, it was, it was Levi's. I couldn't tell you who anybody, I mean, obviously Germany was Adidas, but I couldn't tell you who anybody else was. It just, it's just uh, back then. Yeah, but it was Levi's. It was Levi's. Would you, would you bring back that kit from 78? Oh, hell no. <laughs> Why? Because of the bad juju, or yeah, you don't want it? you don't want any part of that. You don't want any part. Of that. <laughs> bad juju. Yeah, because they're because they're 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 it's white. Not a bad shirt. uniform. It, it was really a, is. Was a white shirt with a red and green stripe down that went vertically down the middle. And of course, the other one was was again green, white, and red. And again, and that's what that that to me is what the U.S. just doesn't uh, doesn't have. You 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 can't just look at a picture. Go, oh, that's uh, you know U.S. against blah blah blah. You know, because it, 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 it always changes. 
but Man, uh, no, it was it was Levi's. It was uh, it was crazy. But I, I am very happy, Ron. However, that they did bring back the, the guinda, though the, the, the guinda is uh, at well, least well, in the they, training they brought, gear. They they brought that Atletica brought that back during the. They did. Yeah, in like two thousand one, two thousand two. Yeah. But they didn't play official matches in it. Yeah, right, right. They yeah. just played friendlies, I think, in it. I like, I like, I like the guinda look. I think it's, uh, and they did in '86 too. They had the guinda in '86, but they didn't. Uh, in the World Cup, they went, they went all white. Yeah. But the, in fact, I think the, the actually the last time Ron that they wore the La Guinda in a, in a World Cup game was against Italy, and it was in Toluca, and I was watching this last. I don't know what I was doing. I must have just, you know, I guess there wasn't a needles to shove in my ear. So, but I wasn't alive then. So, but uh, I watched the the Mexico Italy, and watching those old. I mean, those those balls are moving so slow when they're going toward net. Anyway, how on earth did the guy miss that? You know, it's just crawling to the net, and the guy just like lunges and totally misses. It's like, you gotta be kidding me! But the but the La Bombonera was tiny. It it, it looks nothing uh, of what it looks like now. It was totally. I was it blew me. It looked like a like a like a second division English stadium. It was I couldn't I couldn't believe how small it was. I still don't know why they played it in, in Toluca. I still don't know why they played it in Monterrey in 86. They played Monterrey in 86. I don't understand why they played it over there. Why they did? Yeah, well, they should have just stuck in, in Azteca. Well, you they know? had, they, they played, they used, they used 12 stadiums in 86. But Mexico should have played, you know, Mexico should have played. Should have oh, stayed. I see what you say. Oh, you mean like the quarterfinal? Yeah. That's just the way yeah. the draw was. Yeah. But you're right, though. There's no reason why they couldn't have. Well, who, well, you know why? It's because Maradona. They wanted the Maradona to play at the Azteca. That's why. Because he got the quarterfinal against England at the Azteca. And uh, and I think FIFA back then said, you know, that you know, a stadium can can do it, you know, once around, but you can't do it like like they can't do two in a round. Because it was it was Monterrey, Guadalajara, Puebla, and. Uh, at the, at the in the Azteca, they had the quarterfinals in '86, and they wanted Maradona at the Azteca. They, the game against Belgium against Maradona Belgium that was also at the Azteca, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yes, the the quarterfinal was there, and so was the uh, semis. And and, and had and had Mexico beaten Germany, they would have played France in Guadalajara. Oh. But the reason that that game was in Guadalajara is because that's where Brazil was playing. I'm a bitch. They'd rather see them than us. <laughs> yeah. well, Brazil, I mean, well, Brazil was also in Guadalajara, I think, in 1970, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, they were. They played in Guadalajara except, except, the, except the, uh, the final, which they played yeah. in, obviously, Mexico. Yeah, but they played everything else in Guadalajara. Yeah. But yeah, but Mexico, I mean, that was the. I mean, in that World Cup, yes, yeah, they played. You know, they have, they played like 12, 13 games at the Estadio Azteca in, uh, in the 1970 World Cup because they only used four stadiums. I think they used uh, León and Toluca and uh, Guadalajara and the Estadio Azteca, and that was it. Puebla. So. They, play, they, they also played them in, in Puebla. And the reason I know that, and the reason I know that is because there was some uh, dirty poly tricking back in the day. 
the the uh, the president of Mexico at the time. Uh, there's actually an article. There's actually it's actually I read this in one of the magazines, the old magazines, you know, football. Is that Lopez Mateos? He was he's born he well he's from Puebla, and uh, it was a more industrial uh, city. They should have gone. Should have been a. Should have been one of the the host cities, but they got passed over. And you know, I like I, I should find the magazine. It's, it's actually was it's actually in the like uh, in the, the first like the first article in the magazine. The, the, the editor at that time was basically ranting about how Puebla is not a football town, you know, considering you know Monterrey, you know, obviously more industrial, and, and they got you know, you know right. the teams and, and stuff like that. So accusing that uh, that the reason Puebla got it was because of the uh, Mexico wanted one in Puebla because for his hometown and home city wouldn't wouldn't surprise me at all. Actually, you're right. It was it was they were they were they were the fifth venue, and amazingly, all five of those stadiums are still in use today. Yeah, still. Uh... And that's not a bad thing, John. That's not. A oh, bad I, thing. I, I I don't disagree with you, man. Stadiums to me are not. You know, you know. The, I mean, you know, Columbus Crew is, is is leaving Columbus because their stadium isn't good enough, and it's been it's only been there for 18 years. I think that that's a that that that's that's criminal to me. It is. It is like, and I was reading, and I was reading how. Uh, and, and, and I don't mean that as an indictment on the folks in Columbus. I just think that that's just how the the business of sport has gone. I mean, that's, that's just the, the unfortunate reality of that. The guys paid in like nineteen twenty years, point nine million in rent, compared to the other teams. It's like nothing. It's like almost this guy. And if the article is accurate with the numbers, like the guy should be, they should be profitable. Yeah, you know, like you said, you know, the, the, in, right now in this sporting culture, everybody wants their new, you know, stadium, exactly. Like your seating. I mean, and, I mean, you've you've seen the rain, the Rangers baseball stadium in Arlington. It's gorgeous. It, it it's it is you know it's it's almost iconic. I mean, you know exactly where it is. It's it's, it's one of the few stadiums in baseball that you can see. Oh, that's that's. It's only been there since 1994, and they're building a new one across the street. It's like it's it's been 23 years. There's nothing wrong with that place. Really? I I wasn't aware of that one. Yeah, so they're 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 building a new one because they want the retractable roof. It's like I know it gets hot, but you know what? In the summer, start the games at eight. Don't start them at seven. What are they going to do with the old stadium? I have not, I guess they're going to tear it down and turn it into a parking lot. It's 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 incredibly it's sad to me. It's it's incredibly sad to me. I mean, Atlanta just replaced the Georgia Dome. That that, that was only twenty three years old. If correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, but didn't like the first day. In fact, uh, the the this whole stadium building wasn't wasn't the 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 ballpark at, Cam, the, at Camden Yards in Baltimore. Yeah, that was uh, that was probably like like the first. Well, it was definitely the first one that uh, that that went back to that retro, uh, yeah, that, that retro look, the the postmodern uh, homage to you know the, the turn of the century style architecture, and then they all started kind of copying that, and that's kind of how the at least the baseball parks are now. Uh, football stadiums starting to look like spaceships. Yeah. But uh, I actually went to the to the Baltimore uh, Cotton Orioles game. In fact, uh, I had I had never seen Jeter play. Right. The last season that he was that he played, I went to go catch him. Beautiful stadium. 
Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's right on the waterfront too, isn't it? Is, is it, it, is, yeah. it? I'm not too familiar with Baltimore. That's actually the first time I'd ever been in Baltimore, so I don't know how how close it is. Uh, I didn't. I mean, I, I didn't really see any water nearby, to be honest, John. Okay, I don't. I, it I is. Don't a, it is a port I, city, I so I don't. I, but I, I. I didn't. I didn't get to see the proximity to like how close it was. I've been to the National Aquarium there, which is outstanding, by the way. I mean, at least it was, you know, 28 years ago when I went. I'm sure it's still pretty good. But uh, yeah, uh, that's the only time I've ever been to Baltimore. But you're right, though. That was that was certainly the first one that they, they came into that style, and that was, you know, then they had. Uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what happened was uh, Al Michaels, uh, not Al, Al Michaels. Al Davis figured out that he could charge people for just the right to buy the seat with their personal seat license, and you know the it's you know it's you know it's the the ultimate quote unquote convenience fee. And uh, so to get season tickets now, you have to have, you have to buy this personal seat license, you know, which is just the, you know, the, the, the right to buy the season ticket. So it's basically, you know, take it for what it is. And so, the, you know, then people say, oh, we got to have a stadium so we can, you know, and it just, it kind of escalated from there. But some stadiums, you know, did need, and I know that, I mean, Texas Stadium, uh, when it was replaced, uh, was, what was 1970? So it was, you know, upwards of 40 years old. And uh, the, the reality about that place is that it, it needed, but at least in those forty years, I mean, they were they were keeping it up, uh, which is what Mexico at least has done with the Azteca. The Azteca, although Ron, I'm not going to lie, I, I hate the awning. I hate the awning at the Azteca. I, I don't like that that awning they have that's, that that surrounds the the lower bowl. Yeah. I don't know why it's there. I don't know why it's there. You can't see the fans. I mean, I know why it's there. I don't agree with it, <laughs> but but again, they're doing it to to keep up with you know what you know the the business of the sport, and I get I get it. It's just and to, yeah, and to attract you know other events and stuff like that. You know, it wouldn't shock me if 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 somebody said well, you know what if you could design a stadium and not have any seats, just make it all luxury boxes. You know when is you know that's when when is that going to start happening? Even being in it and, and that underneath that awning is is not really because when I'm at a game I want to see like the whole surroundings I want to see above me and yeah hands and stuff and uh not to be the Aniveles perspective and and not be with the commoners but it's fun being with the commoners <laughs> right Ron when I was in uh, speak for uh, yourself Beto <laughs> first started producing the uh, Longhorn Spanish Radio the uh, uh they had us out on the photo deck at, at, at Memorial Stadium at UT. And uh, I really enjoyed that because, you know, when, when you feel the atmosphere of what's happening in the stadium, it makes uh, it, it makes a difference. And uh, being inside and like, like now we're enclosed and I just, it's, it's so sterile that you really, I mean, I have microphones that we, that we hook up that we can, you know, hear the, uh, the outside noise, but it's, it's nowhere near the same. And I just, I, I just, I like feeling the energy of the electricity of a place. And uh, so I agree. And, and I think that having that thing around at the bottom, I think kind of takes away from uh, how special the Azteca could be. It, it, it just doesn't look right. It just, it just looks it, 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 aesthetically. I think it's, it, it's a big, uh, it's uh, it, it definitely takes away from, 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 from the beauty of what the Azteca is. Do you, do you like what they did to uh, Bombonera? 
You know, I like that they expanded, but I, I hate that gigantic uh, thing on the top. Like the mural? I don't like it. I mean, are no. they, is, is, is that there because they're, they're adding a level and they're building a level behind it? Not, I'm, not, I'm not sure, John. What, what about the one uh, – what about the, in Puebla? The, uh, the Escusado? Yeah, the, the, the shower rings, the, the shower curtains. <laughs> but actually, that material that they used, you know, that, mm-hmm. like the different shades of blues and whites and stuff like that, it's actually a, it's actually a pretty high-tech material. I wouldn't to, doubt it. I'll be honest with you. I, 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 uh, you know, I'll tell you what, you, you know exactly what stadium it is. I'll, I'll give them that. Yeah. They made, they made it very identifiable. I thought they went to Walmart to buy the parts for that stadium, man. Because didn't something? <laughs> you know what? It, it gives the character, and 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 at night, they, when they play the games at night, it looks great. I think well, some, some fans went over it, and tore up the seats just by hand. <laughs> uh, if, oh, hold on, I want to say that's the stadium. Didn't didn't Piojo play? Didn't Piojo coach? The, no, like like a season or half a season. I'm sure. I'm sure everyone has had a. Has punched but, their ticket at Puebla. I, went to I, I don't. I don't remember. I don't remember. It, this was a couple of years back. In fact, when Julio Davino, I think he played there after after he left America. Not yeah, mistaken. Were, I, remember, I remember. It sounds familiar. I don't remember if it was Piojo or not. I don't remember if it was Piojo, but I remember that Julio Davino was there, and this is a time when they were having problems from like you know different ownership groups. When are they having uh, problems? <laughs> well. Apparently they're not having it right now. That's for, from what I from what I understand. But when he was there, Julio Davino was there. He he was the one buying the the screen TV. He bought like I don't know how many flat screen TVs so they could put like in the clubhouses and in there, you know. Right. <laughs> but they but they really they they really remodeled the the, the, the stadium I think from the pictures that I saw. Like nice. I don't know if they did the entire interior. But I know that they obviously well they, they had to the fortify it because it was it was condemned. I mean they had to do something. Yeah, yeah. No, so I mean again, it's I mean it's I mean it certainly gave it character. Uh, not necessarily my favorite design, but uh, but but definitely unique and, and definitely something that again that's instantly, you know, recognizable. So uh, Speak, speaking of which, I, I read recently what the Dusos they they inaugurated something like a like a restaurant. But is is the restaurant at the, in the side of the stadium or is it outside the stadium? I couldn't tell you. I know that their stadium is pretty small. It only seats like twenty eight, twenty nine thousand people. Yeah, yeah. Because like I, I saw it on Twitter or something like that. I, think, I mean, they even had the governor. Of now that's a groovy stadium because the fans are right there. I mean, the, the, the fans are closer there than the, maybe uh, the Santos Stadium, but everywhere else, it's uh, they're pretty far away. But they are right there. There, I, I think that that's really cool. I like that about Pachuca. Yeah, that the that the fans are real, uh, real close. Well, Ron, I think that uh, we should probably wrap it up here, but. Uh, just uh, just to summarize, but uh, before we go, your 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 America team, uh, I think that you and Bjork are on the same page, saying that hey, you know what, we're getting results now, but we we can be better. Which uh, I think uh, it could definitely happen for them. And uh, so, you are, are you thinking that Mexico gets embarrassed these next two games, or you think that they that they do just enough to keep around, keep Osorio around? I um, he's going to be around. I mean, yeah, he's not going anywhere. He's he's gonna be running. He would really have to really screw up performance wise and and result wise in these two games. Can he would? I mean, it would have to be another, you know, five nothing, six nothing. You know, 
for him to get booted. Speaking of six nothing, I watched the the six nothing West Germany thumping that they gave Mexico yesterday too. <laughs> why, why are you watching the seventy eight World Cup matches? I don't know. It just it just, it just popped up and uh, stuff that I was looking up because oh, you know what it was? I wanted to look up the uh, the, the Mexico Belgium nineteen seventy. So I watched that, and then I watched. Well, let's look at the Italy Italy Mexico nineteen seventy. So I watched that, and then you know Mexico scores first, and Italy scores you know you know three goals, and then. And then so it said, it said that, and it's like, well, well, this ought to be interesting. And the sad thing was, the Mexico actually started that game pretty well. They, uh, you know, they they had a couple of really good chances on goal, and uh, Ugo Ugo came really close to scoring on a Chilena of all things against the German. Imagine if that would have gone in; it would have been, you know, you, you, everyone would know about that. And uh, the Germans got one like in the fifteenth minute, but then they didn't get their second until the thirty-first. But the killer was the third one, like three minutes later, was Mexico had a free kick, and Rummenigge uh, blocked it and took it like 80 yards and scored. And, but, and so that was the killer. And then they got a fourth one right before halftime. So, so, so the third one was the devastating one. The entire game, or was it just highlights? It was just highlights. Oh, I wouldn't know. I, I don't think I, I, I would have been, you know, you'd have to, you know, commit me for – into an asylum if I had to watch the whole game. So that was just the highlights. But I just, but you could just tell, you know, you know, you know what had happened, and then, you know, they, they they fell apart. So that that third goal was was just the killer, and then they lose, and they ended up losing six nothing. So yeah, I don't know. But I did, I, I now I did not watch the Mexico Poland, three uh, one. So I I, I I limited myself to that. But um, but you know, Mexico has a really good chance of playing either one of these teams in the group stage. If, you know, they have a a one in four chance that they're going to play one of these teams in the group stage. So it'll be, you know, it could be a preview for them. Uh, you know, I, I, I don't necessarily think that Mexico's going to win this game. I think I don't, but I don't think that Belgium's going to going to roll them either. Uh, I think Mexico will be competitive, and it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if, if I see. I, I think it'll be a two one, a two one loss to the Belgians, and I think that they can. I think they'll be just fine against Poland. I think Poland's talk about our team that's inflado. I know that they have a really great forward, and I respect. And they did qualify for the World Cup, and I respect that, but. Uh, uh, you know they're 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 number five and and they're number six or whatever it is in the world. What's his name? Lewandowski. Yeah, Robert Lewandowski. Lewandowski. Well, he plays for Bayern, right? Is he, is he still at Bayern? Okay. At Bayern München. Is that where he is? Like, I, yeah. I believe he is. Or was it Dortmund? I, f- I forget. Oh, it's Bayern. Yeah. It's no, he's he's really good. Now they they have a couple of good players, so. I mean, it's just going to depend on who. If it sort of goes with a quote unquote B team, I think Mexico will lose. But, but yeah, I mean, they, they, as long as they quit themselves well, and again, don't give up that that awful, you know, two or three goals on a four and one and stuff like they did against the Germans, then uh, and against Chile, then I'll be fine. You know, I'll just accept the fact that Mexico will go as far as they go in the World Cup, but you know, based more on the draw than anything else. Because uh, you know that they could make it out of their group, but then they play Germany or Brazil. Or, or you know France in the next round, and they they'll have no chance to win that. But you know if they if they end up drawing a you know a a, a Peru, let's say in the in the second, not to say that they're going to beat Peru, but but their chances are much better of, of beating Peru in the round of sixteen than they are of beating Germany. So that's where I think Mexico's is headed. Is uh, you know I think a round of sixteen. Is is, is 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 a pretty good possibility. The quarterfinal depends entirely on who they play, if they make it to the quarterfinal. So, and hopefully this will be a barometer of that, and see if they if they uh, if they can handle that. Hopefully they can. 
Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure, as always. Word. Good night, guys. Pleasure. Thanks, Ron. Thanks, uh, Chiquis. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, we were going to do an hour, but we kind of kept going. But that, that's quite all right. It was a lot of fun. A lot of good conversations uh, with uh, with Joel Aceves and Daniel Preciado, who fell off uh, yep. earlier. Uh, Ronnie has uh, fallen off as well. And Chiquis, thanks again for joining us, man. Yep, no problem. Uh, this has been the Cantina Mackey's podcast. We'll be on again. Uh, check your local listings because I know that. Well, I know at least I know I'll be I'll be traveling next week, so uh, the show may be on Thursday, uh, maybe on Tuesday, Wednesday. We'll uh, we will uh, figure it out. But uh, and the game is uh, the game tomorrow is in, during the day. It is. It's like at one o'clock central, if I'm not mistaken. And then the game next week will be during the day too because it's in Poland, so it'll be during the day as well. So uh, you'll you guys will want to keep an eye on that. And of course. Uh, by the time uh, the next show rolls around on Thursday, uh, we will uh, have our World Cup field, so that'll be uh, that'll be exciting as well. We'll know exactly what uh, what teams we're gonna want to see, want to see, and what teams we're gonna want to avoid uh, in the uh, in, in the coming round. Hopefully, uh, Croatia will be uh, will be in 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 pot two with Mexico. I think that that's a team that Mexico doesn't necessarily want to have to face again in the group stage. So. But uh, either, either way, we'll, uh, we'll talk about all that next week. My name is John Jagu. Thank you guys for listening, and we will, uh, we will be on with you guys next week. Uh, you can listen to this and all of our previous editions of the Cantina Mekis podcast on iTunes at the Podcast Center and, of course, on Google Play. Thank you all very much. We will talk to you next week.